stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Uh, hi guys! You like the throwback to the yeah, fucking nineties? Yeah, that was nice. I like there. that. You're welcome. This is uh, shouting dragons. <laughs> Let me guess, someone stole your sweet roll. A Skyrim <laughs> podcast. Yeah, um, booze and bruise is no more. Yeah, we've decided to stop doing a podcast about ghosts, and we're just going to podcast about Skyrim from now on. So get out your orcish mace, cause. We're going to kill some mud crabs. We're coming at you. Because <laughs> you're welcome to war meetings. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. April Fool's April Fool's. Oh, that was such a great April it's Fool's Oh, you guys, that tickled me. Uh, I do like how maybe one person went, I don't want to fucking listen to a Skyrim podcast. <laughs> That's like Weird, the one person off. that I listens to I this. I don't think I care about Skyrim. <laughs> I don't even know what that I is. I know those two podcast personalities play a lot of it, but <laughs> yeah, was I, I was thinking there would be ghosts in beer. <laughs> no, we've decided to go clean. We don't drink anymore. Go clean. Oh, God. God, Can no. you imagine? That would suck. I know. Uh, I, I, I would cry. No, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I might get more things done in my life. <laughs> 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 Melissa just accidentally knocked the microphone <laughs> Jesus with Christ. her shoulder. And then she stared at it as <laughs> if it was trying to molest her. And then made like a field goal sign like, at it. Stop it. <laughs> she literally hit was like, it Jesus. and then got mad at it. Well, because I'm like, I'm trying to do something. So I'm trying to like. Old Hulk hands McGillicuddy strikes again. Hands strikes again. <laughs> I'm trying to adjust how the microphone is set up in my face so i can actually like see my friend and look at her across the table without having like an arm yeah in my eye line it's a very my sweet line. you gotta get a good sweet spot in the microphone and, where where i, I can see the peeps and i can read my notes yeah yeah but i, I need failed. my peeps and my notes and i moved the chair my Hulk shoulder hit the microphone, <laughs> and I Hulk got hands Hulk shoulder, and I got mad at the microphone. <laughs> you did, you did, you were instantly so. I was like, "What is going on?" Again, aggressive if, hand gestures. If this was a video podcast, that would have been a delightful been moment. We've now, I think, over-explained it to the point where it's not even funny. It's anymore. not funny anymore. So just shut up. Yeah, shut um, up, Melissa. Hi guys. Hi. This is Booze and Brews. <laughs> yeah, the podcast where we uh, tell each other ghost stories and drink beer. Yeah. Thematically appropriate. Thematically uh, themed. Themed. Use Thematically a word to describe themed. himself. I have an English degree. That's totally fine. I'm deciding things. Yeah. I'm the decider. <laughs> I'm a, a Melly Mel. That's fucking what I am. I'm, I'm Melly Mel, and this is my funky bunch. And this is my funky bunch. <laughs> I'll be your funky bunch. Yes, Bob, will you be oh, my funky bunch? I will join this funky yeah. bunch. Yeah. Just I hope I'm funky enough for it. Just how funky does one need to be to be in your funky bunch? You need to be freakishly funky. Okay, freakishly funky. Oh yeah, you have to speak in alliterations. Okay. Um and you just got to bring the funk. Okay. Just you guys like are doing a great job. Hardcore bringing the funk. Yeah. Just like funk throwdown. Yep, all the goddamn funk day. Funk fantastic. Funky Fan fresh. Funkintastic. That's right. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, Funky Melly. Melly Mel and the, my Funky Bunch. I'm 
I was trying to make an alliteration about my name, but vagina Vanessa's is the really only hard. thing that I can think of at the I, moment. You know what? I, I went... Vaggie Vanessa. I'm, Vaggie Vanessa. I'm vaginal Vanessa. That's terrible. That is a wow. That is terrible. I, in my head, went voluptuous Vanessa. Ooh, that's good. But then I said, that's not good. Much better than vagina. Oh, it's way better Much better than vagina. <laughs> Had I known that's where you were going to go, I would have just leaned into voluptuous. No. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, um, Vesopheris. Ballsy Bob? I don't know. Oh, um, no, Bacteria Bob. Bacteria, bacteria Bob. Bacteria Bob. Yeah. Sour, was it Sourdough Steve or Sourdough Sam? Sam. Sourdough Sam. Sam. He's the mascot. We learned things about sourdough bread about, recently. And right. one of the things we learned is that there's a mascot named Bacteria Bob. So we've been calling oh, Engineer Bob a, uh, yeah. Bacteria Bob as well. Yeah. Because why not? Because why not? Uh, so yeah, this is our April Fool's. Yeah, so it's April 1st today, the day that we're recording. So we decided to do a little April Fool's joke for you. Yeah. And this week we're doing hoaxes. Yes. We're doing April Fool'ja, not a real ghost day. Yeah, Tony right. baloney ghost. Yeah, that's ghost right. hoax. Haunting hoax hauntings. Ho- ho- um, yeah. Yep, we'll just that- go with it. Look. I'm, I want to be in your funky bunch. I'm trying to alliterate. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we can. I'm going to put a pause on the alliteration. We could just be okay. regular. You funky. can just tell the okay. story. Yeah. yeah. Without alliterations. I, yeah, that's no good because it would required. be really, really difficult yeah. to speak in alliteration. I, I can't. Do you remember that episode of Gilmore Girls when no. the like nope. <laughs> no I never watched the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> There's so an the episode no. where a bunch of characters are trying to have an entire conversation without using the letter E. So they can't use any words that have the letter E in them. And they are just having a free-flowing conversation as if it's nothing. And I was just like, I'm fucking dumb. I could not do that. No. I'm well, fucking I, well, dumb. I, I could say that. I could say I'm fucking dumb over and over <laughs> and over. And that would be my conversation. Yeah. Why, why, why would you want to do that? I don't know. It was because fu- you're on the Gilmore Girls. They're yeah. so quirky. This week on Gilmore Girls, nobody says any words with E. Tune in. You'll be very excited. Yeah, it was some stupid college thing. Like college uh, kids were doing it. Stupid college kids. Goddamn millennials. Youth. Youth. Fucking youth. Goddamn youth. Uh, where were we the other day? I was yelling about the youth. Oh, we were at City Walk. We were at City Walk. Oh, that I is couldn't... a good place to yell at youth. So they had like the um, the DJ in the middle, kind of by the movie wiggle, theater. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh, yeah. City Walk. Oh, right. like... <laughs> so there was a big old dance party so you got the dj all by himself up on stage with his and, like fucking eye mac and then yeah and then there's like toddlers dancing about awkwardly yeah, and then it's yeah. like all these like kids and parents and stuff and there was this whole group of youths and they were all like being super obnoxious and i'm like they're swarming they're swarming they're coming yeah. our way and they and kept Bob, getting closer to yeah. me and there's zombie just, like leans up like tilts his head back and just screams youth <laughs> yes i went youths youths <laughs> yeah so God youth. damn children. God damn children and their Gilmore the girls. The only good their- child is a ghost child. Because <laughs> that means the child's dead. Yes. Aww, we're starting. Yes. <laughs> I took it up to the line and then Bob just I hopped, just skipped, and jumped right, right over that goddamn line and went off running. You can't even see mm-hmm. the line anymore. Mm-hmm. Touchdown Bob. I took that football and ran from my sports boys. Team play sports. Team play sports. <laughs> the green team football boys. That's right. <laughs> uh, I know things about sports. There's there's a team There's that a green they wear green. team and they wear green. They're from the green place. Yep. That is accurate. I that's it. That's all I can do on my sports talk. That's fine. You know uh, what? Well, this hey, is not a sports podcast. podcast. This is a ghost yeah, podcast. I was say, do you know, hey, do, Vanessa, what do you know about ghosts? Uh do you know I do know quite a bit about ghosts. No, what do you know about phony baloney ghosts? Oh, I 
have one very thoroughly researched story about phony bully ghosts. How how very appropriate that you would ask me that question. Well, that's what, what, regale us, would you? I yeah, will. Yeah, it's my, it's my turn to go first this week. All right, I'm getting ready. I got to do my you moment. You did like I gotta a do my shoulder shake. Uh, uh. I, I do a little shake out before we start podcasting every week. And this week, Bob goes, are you ready? Do you need to do your shake out? <laughs> <laughs> I just shake myself like I'm a dog that's for like fine. 30 seconds. And but it I, gets you loose in conversation. Yeah, I feel good. I feel like it takes all the blood away from my brain just enough that I'm loose in conversational. <laughs> um, You're not overthinking things. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I'm going first this week. And uh, my ghost hoax, I did not know that this thing even existed, which is weird. It happened in my lifetime. Um, and then once I started to dive into it, I got a little bit obsessed. I started reading every article. Um it's a television program. I watched the entire television program. Then I watched interviews about the television program. Then I watched the like 10 years after retrospective about the television program. Like I went into it. I was just like, this is amazing. Uh, I wish that I was British and I could have enjoyed this. Um, or thought of it yourself. Yeah. Or so, so my story is the story of Ghost Watch. Which, if you guys are not familiar with Ghostwatch, what it is, is it was a live TV special that aired on the BBC in um, Britain. Um, <laughs> that's where they have the BBC. Um, I mean, the first B does stand for British. Yeah, it was on, um, it was in, so it was 1992, it was aired on Halloween night. Um, and it is a, uh, it's shot as if it is a live television broadcast where a bunch of BBC reporters who are like legitimate journalist BBC reporters like real journalists um are going to this house that's supposed to be like, having paranormal phenomenons happen and then like we're gonna go to this house and like we're gonna send a camera crew inside and we're just gonna see what happens um and then it's a sort of I was telling them before the podcast started it's sort of like a war of the worlds themed uh, like endeavor where the story is completely goddamn fake everything is made up everything is scripted but it's shot as if it's real it's shot just like a real news report um i was saying it's like paranormal activity meets poltergeist it really feels like this is where the idea for paranormal activity came from it's it looks so much like it um I wish that I had been British so that I could have watched this live in 92 because I think I would have 92 I would have been nine years old yeah. I feel like my my would have 100% been like they're doing a ghost thing on TV I'm gonna <laughs> uh, they're doing a ghost thing on TV I'm yeah. gonna stay up and watch it because <laughs> I would have been British that was Mommy, my may I please stay Mom, up to watch this ghost watch Mum, can I watch the ghost it's after the 9pm watershed I'd rather watch me quiz show there's no quiz show it's after the 9pm watershed though so. oh poppycock <laughs> <laughs> um, because I wonder if I had watched it if I would think it was real because that's that's what happened is they so they they at the beginning of the show they open it up and say like this is a screen one production and screen one was uh, the version of the BBC like the division of the BBC that made all of their scripted dramas so like any of the like nighttime soap operas or whatever all came out of screen one so that should have been a signal to the audience this is fake clue number yeah, you're, one you're about to watch some phony baloney yeah garbage. there's then opening credits that say things like screenplay by directed <laughs> by like actors mm -hmm. so there's clue number so, two so that should have also been like well this is probably fake however 
if you turned in 30 seconds late yeah. and you missed that yeah. and you just went, you know, there's, there's fucking the, the British version of Tom Brokaw <laughs> talking about this goddamn haunted house and then ghost shit starts happening yeah. and then right. Tom Brokaw's freaking out and you're just like, holy shit, there's a real goddamn ghost on television. It's Nigel Cronkite. He's upset about <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> Um, so the show is uh, it's set up that half of it is in studio is in the like a normal BBC like news studio Um, and the other half is on site at this haunted house and the haunted house of um, the the early family and it's like a mom and two daughters so in studio there's Michael Parkinson who is like has a disease (laughs) he has Parkinson's no but he's like a big he's (laughs) he's like an old Britishy white dude okay he is like he is sort of the biggest name in news reporting. Walter at Cronkite. The, yes. Yeah. He is like the Walter Cronkite of this, of his era in Britain. And so he is interviewing he, him in the studio and he has um, a parapsychologist named Dr. Lynn Pascoe, who is an actress. She's like a British stage actress. So she was not someone that people would have really known who she was just by looking at her, mm-hmm. um, but she is an actress. And then Mike Smith, who was like another big time British news reporter guy is like running the phone bank. So there's phone banks where people can call up and give their own ghost stories live to this show. Uh-huh. And it's the same goddamn number that they use because they used to do these live special events on the BBC all the time. Um, and it's the same number that they use for all of them. Nice. So even though the show was pre-recorded, everything is taped beforehand. None of it is actually live. Um, it seems as if it is. is. Oh, um, cool. And it's a real number. And if you called the number during the show, um, they would, there was a recording that would play saying, this is a fake show, um, but we, like, thank you for watching. And if you do have your own personal ghost story, you can, like, leave it at the tone and we're going to, like, play them back and, like, we're going to do a special afterwards or something. However, um, over 11 million people tuned in to watch Ghost Watch Live. They, and they had five telephone operators. Oh, God. So no one could get through. And if you called and you couldn't get through, you would just get a busy signal. So a lot of people thought it was fucking real. Oh my God. And then we're calling in to try and be like, this shit's real. And then, uh, or this shit's real. Oy. I gotta be British all the time now. Um, and, and they say stuff real. I couldn't get through. I don't face a blooming ghost. <laughs> um, so then there was a, there was another, uh, so there's four BBC news reporters. So there's uh, Michael Parkinson, who's like the big old timey British man. Um, and then there's he's Craig. a big old timey British man. He's a big old timey British man. Yeah, he's yeah he's he British. rides a penny farthing. He has a handlebar mustache. <laughs> he wears trousers with leather bits on the knees. Um, Spats. He's, he's got he's got a crevasse on. Yeah, a cravat. A cravat is a, a cravat is, is a thing you fall a, into. Yeah, cravat fall into cravat worn. I feel like I have a better picture in my mind of who this guy is. Yes, now. continue. Yes. So uh, there was also uh, Craig Charles who was doing sort of like man on the street interviews so they're shooting it at this house they have set up a big like news thing outside the house so like people in the neighborhood have gathered around to like watch this this uh family's home be filmed on television live so there's a craig charles who's sort of like he's like a stand-up comedian sort of a he also did a lot of kid shows which uh got the which was trouble later um so he's uh, he's like a well-known so he's like uh he's like they're like chris hardwick sort of a guy he's like doing man on the street interviews like being funny and Mm -hmm. stuff outside and then they had one he also ran the muppet show 
Because he did kid stuff. Is that like the idea? Or yeah. Sesame so he it. so he would like work. Or I guess Sesame Street's probably better. He would do, yeah. So he would like, he was like on Reading Rainbow, but he was oh, okay. also like a stand-up comedian. Got it. Um, so, and then Sarah Green, who is an adorable little British lady, um, like blonde hair, super fucking like 80. She's got a big green bow in her hair. Like yeah. she's the lead. It's <laughs> right. 92 is a good time for hair fashion. Was a great time. Um, and so there's Sarah Green, who was another like, she was on like a, their version of Reading Rainbow. Mm. Um, and she is actually going to go in inside the house and be with the family because she has this great rapport with children because she works in children's programming um funny story so when they were cat when they were picking these four people to do this when the bbc was they uh, originally talked to uh three different women to try and figure out like because the her sarah green's part is sort of the biggest part of this whole thing because she's with the family as the haunting is sort of taking place she's like boots on the ground like in the thick of it yeah. in the all the ghostiness she's and the tip of the spear she, yes she's the tip let's, of the let's, spear let's keep this military metaphor rolling <laughs> um so and they talked to three women they and then uh they very quickly got to get down to two and they got it down to sarah green and yvette i forget her fucking last name but the the british woman who hosts most haunted my favorite british oh. ghost hunting show and and apparently she was like so upset that she didn't get Ghostwatch well, because yeah. she because she at that point had not started doing any haunting shit on television, but she loves it. That's why she started Most Haunted because she's she all about the goddamn ghosts. Fucking over. And so she was just like, watch. they're going to do a ghost thing on BBC. I have to be involved in this. And yeah. then they went another way. And they told her to fuck off. Pretty much. A, it's the best thing that ever happened to me because now I've got my own ghost show. I've never seen the show, so I don't know what she sounds like. Oh, just like that, I think. It's <laughs> me, ghost lady. <laughs> You lost the Britishiness there at the end. Oh no! <laughs> no, I'm still British. No, Britishy sort of. Sort of. Continue. Okay, so I'm gonna run you through basically what takes place over the course of this broadcast. Um, so you they're following the early family, which is single mom Pam, and then she has two daughters, Suzanne and Kim. And Suzanne is like, I I'm terrible at kids' ages. I would say like twelve. <laughs> They talk about how she's like, she's like a tween. She's like prepubescent. They talk okay. about that on the show. She could be 12. She could be 18. She's I don't probably, know. No, she's know. prepubescent okay. because they make a point of saying that. Because that's... They said that, on TV? Yes. This, this, this is the prepubescent daughter. So yes. if you're into that sort of thing, well, I'm going to call it out for you? That's <laughs> gross. No, because because they there's a poltergeist living in the house. And like... That like touches only prepubescent children? No. Jeez. But like sometimes... There is a weird child molestation angle to this, which I find super weird that we're going to get to. Well, I'm glad I'm not hey, totally ju off. The yeah, way to jump the child molester gun. Um, <laughs> I know you so well. I guess yeah. I just know what kind of story you're about it's to tell. It's true, ghost children. Um, so, no, because apparently that's a thing that happens with poltergeist is when you're uh, going through puberty, um, you're like letting off more energy than you normally would. So a poltergeist is more likely to be drawn to you. So lots of times like that's sort of how poltergeist manifest is like in the home of either a young man mm. or a woman who's going through puberty. So they, so that's Fine. why they mentioned that she's prepubescent because she's like on the cusp. And then there's, so there's Suzanne who's like 12 ish. And then there's Kim who I would say is like seven, okay. eight. I'm bad at children's ages. She's I not prepubescent yet. She's like pre-prepubescent. But she's like not, she's like a, she's child-sized, <laughs> but she's not little child-sized. Like, like she could go on school. most of the rides at Disneyland. She's like a little kid. Yeah, she's like a but little kid. But not like a toddler. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so they said that their house is being haunted by the, a ghost. They call the ghost Pipes because when... It, He's how a it, giant crack addict. <laughs> My name's Pipes. <laughs> I smoke all the crack. I smoke all the crack. I'm British maybe, crack smoker. Maybe he hits the gym. 
He's got oh, great pipes. rad pipes. No, he's an opera singer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's looking for Danny Boy. The pipes. The, the pipes are. They calling. are calling. Uh, no, they call <laughs> him. They call him. Pi- <laughs> they call him pipes because um, the first thing that started happening in the house was that there would be a bunch of weird banging in the middle of the night mm-hmm. that the mom couldn't explain and it would freak the girls out. And the mom would tell the girls, "It's the pipes. pipes. It's the pipes." Old house. So then the pipes girls, when they started seeing this ghostly figure in the house started calling him pipes. Oi, gotcha. mom, it's the pipes. So, th- no, they would just call him pipes. They'd be like, pipes. pipes is over there. Pipes is mad. Pipes wants you to leave. Pipes, like, pipes is his name to this pipes family. Wants you that to- is creepy. So Continue. we're, so we're going to call him pipes. And so this Dr. Pasco, who um, is the parapsychologist that's in studio, so not in the house, but she's in studio, um, has been working with this family for years to try and figure out, like, who the ghost is, what he wants, how do they get rid of him, like, before bad things are happening to the family because there's some like negative stuff that's happening um so so sarah green is like in the house with the family they're like they have dinner they like sit around they play board games they're just having like a normal kind of an evening but ouija board um and then this is a great game and then um like little things start to happen like little small things like um like there's uh, all of a sudden there's like a puddle in like they all walk out of the room and then they walk back into the room and then there's a big like perfectly cylindrical puddle in the middle of the room on the carpet someone went potty um and they're like we don't know like there's we were all together out of the room it's not dripping from the ceiling like, we don't know what this is um and then like parapsychologist lady is just like yeah that's a thing that poltergeists do they make they bring water circles and the water circles are perfectly cylindrical that's how you know it's a ghost um, sure. I just yeah. No, someone went potty. No. It just didn't it's fess ghost up. Potty. Yeah. Ghost potty. So and then um, like there's little like uh, the younger girl Kim has like drawn a picture of pipes. Mm. She's like she's a little kid. She's like drawing with crayons or whatever. Yeah. And she draws a picture of pipes and they like put it up on the fridge. And then later they go back into the kitchen and like that picture is gone. And like a bunch of other pictures are like scattered all around the room. And they're like, well, how did this happen? Like I don't. No one was in this room where these photos come, where these pictures come from. So he imagines himself an artist. So these little things are happening. Um, nothing really too big. And then um, the little girl goes to bed. Kim goes to bed. And then um, Suzanne, the older girl, and Sarah. And they've taken the mom out of the house at this point. The mom is like doing phone interviews or something. I, they just need to get her out of the house. Right. So the mom's like doing something else. Mom, She's, there's a sale on clothes. Yeah. They were like, Bye. hey, mom, deuces. Out you go. Um, so... Uh, so then like the little girl goes to sleep and then bigger stuff starts happening and then the the older girl is like yeah I'm uncomfortable I just want to go to bed like I don't feel good I just want to go to bed so she goes to bed and then they start to hear the knocking they Mm. start to hear the knocking for the first time and they're like oh my god like what the fuck is this and then um in the studio the guy in the studio is just like we can't see Suzanne we don't know where Suzanne is um, like she walked upstairs and went into the bedroom. She's not in the bedroom anymore. Mm. So then the camera crew like goes upstairs and they're like trying to find her. And they've done, they've set the house up in a very paranormal activity kind of way where like there are cameras in every room that are like equipped with like motion sensors mm. and like heat mm-hmm. sensors and all that kind of stuff. So there's all these static shots of the rooms. And then there's also like a handheld camera guy, a sound guy with Sarah Green in the house. Zach Baggins has set up his X cameras. Yeah, X cameras all over. Exactly. Zach Baggins has set up cameras in the room of an eight-year-old girl. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what he's done. Yeah, he has. Um, Yeah, accurate. Um, So they're like, we can't find her, and then they keep like switching between all the feeds to try and like figure out where Suzanne is, and then they they're like. they're like, I think she's on the landing, like the landing on the top of the second floor. And then they like are able to pan the camera over and they see Suzanne crouched down in the corner, knocking on the wall. And they're like, okay, 
she's faking this haunting. This haunting right. is fake. So in the middle of this TV show about ghosts, ghosts. there's a hoax in the middle of it. That's great. And they, mm. they, 40 minutes in 30 minutes in are like okay so obviously this is fake like obviously this girl has been doing it the whole time like this is not a real haunting and the guy in the studio the Michael Parkinson guy is like he's sort of the voice of the skeptic throughout the show every time the paranormal psychologist is just like oh like ghosts make circles of water and he's like yeah or someone knocked over a glass and no one noticed like this is (laughs) like this is crazy ah get fucked (laughs) yeah pretty much he's pretty much just like get fucked parapsychologist I love it. Uh, in a very polite British way. Uh, um, get so fucked. Could you get fucked, please? <laughs> Thank um, you. So then, um, I'm, I'm trying to read my own notes. So they're like, okay, Susanna's doing it. So then they pull Susanna aside and they're like trying to talk to her and be like, why are you faking it? And she's like, I'm not faking it. He told me to do it. He told me that like, if, if like things don't start to happen, that you're going to leave and he doesn't want you to leave. He needs you to stay here. And they're just like, it's okay that you're doing it. Like we just want to know why, like, and like stop. Cause there would be moments in the history of this haunting where Suzanne would like wake up in the middle of the night and she'd be covered in scratches, like little tiny Mm. scratches all over herself. Mm. And they were like, are you scratching yourself when you do this? Like what? We just want to know why. Um, And she, it's just like, no, no, I, I, I don't want to talk about it. It's pipe told me to do it pipe said you're gonna leave and i can't have you leave um so then she pulls out her ak and was like pipes told me not to have you leave yes so so then uh so then um in the meantime back in the studio uh mike smith who is the guy on the phone lines who mike smith is real life married to uh, to Sarah Green. Oh. So his wife mm. is like inside the house with all these hauntings happening and he's like stuck in studio, um, which causes some real good drama. Um, so he he's like running the phone lines and he's like getting these phone calls that are just like, do you know the history of the house? And the parapsychologist is like, yeah, we know all the goddamn history of the house. And they're like, cool. Did you, did you know that like back before this housing development was built, it was a different housing development back in the early 19th century? And that's where Mother Seddon's who was apparently like a very prolific murdery baby farmer lived there. Baby farmer? Baby like she farmer? planted babies to grow yes. them? So it's funny because great wheat. I didn't know what a baby farmer was either. So I had to look it up and they just say it on the show like, oh, she's a baby farmer. And I'm like, what is pause, <laughs> Google, what yeah. the fuck's a baby farmer? So apparently in the early 19th century, if you got pregnant out of wedlock or you got, you got pregnant and you couldn't afford your kid anymore, you could sort of sell your kid to a woman who would raise it for you either to get it adopted out somewhere else or to uh, like sort of take it in as like Like a layaway for your kid? Yeah, so uh, either like layaway, either like I'm going to come back and get him when he's three or... I need you to find him a house or I need, just need you to raise him for me mm-hmm. um, because I can't. It was basically like before before there were like adoption houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. These so women like, who were like nurses would take on this job. And so sh- this... Excuse me. Would you say this is sort of like the, the house of Greylaw the Kind? In Riften? Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's Skyrim again. Yeah. Rune, I brought it on back. Rune Shadow, Shadow Shield. It's now my daughter. I've adopted her. She lives in White Run now. She's real happy. I'm so sorry I did that, everyone. Please go on with your story. Um. So. So yeah. Basically, it's like a uh, an adoption house for b- babies, infant babies. Um. 
so and sometimes if you were rich and you just didn't want to deal with your goddamn kid you could literally give them to a baby farmer and then pick them back up when they're five and they're less little shitheads you I don't know want to deal with this baby uh, exactly Go plant him. i don't want exactly so but there's a so one of the most point. prolific serial killers of all times name uh, is amelia dyer who's a great fucking story if you don't know about her you should like do a little googan do I mean, some deep googan on it do a little deep googan but she was a baby farmer and she would take in babies and she would because normally you would like give a woman a baby you would give the woman your baby and then you would pay them every month to like take care of the baby because you couldn't afford to do it on your own permanent babysitter I thought it was like give a penny take a penny (laughs) give a baby take a baby baby, get a toddler no you're like hey I don't want this baby but that one way cuter so this (laughs) I don't want that other baby that baby's ugly ugly. my baby uggo I want a pretty baby (laughs) give me the pretty baby um no so this woman Amelia Dyer would um she would take in the babies and then instead of saying I want like a monthly stipend or whatever she would say nah dude I need $20 up front that's what I need to take care of the baby for the life of the baby and I need you to give me like clothes for the baby to wear until he's like three and then I'll be bucks is pretty good deal I mean long time ago it was a shit ton of money it'd yeah, be like asking for like five grand or whatever mm. so she would okay, be like give me fair. give me the money and then I'll take care of the baby for you and they'd be like okay cool here's $20 here's my baby and then Amelia Dyer would just go cool baby murder uh, keep the, keep throw the you grand. in the river. I made five grand. I wish, and now I don't have to feed the baby. See the um, yeah, the I did make a baby ba- head, head snapping, snapping hand, gesture. <laughs> hand gesture. Baby murder. Baby murder. Done. She used to like tie like a Steven like, Seagal movie like Ka-ka! neck break maneuver. Uh, they, she used to tie like string around the baby's necks and like suffocate them. Is how she used to kill oh, them. Oh, she was so nice. So mm-hmm. she used to take the babies in and murder them. And then if someone came back and we're like, uh, "How's my three year old? I want to take him back up now." She'd be like, "Yeah, I'll go get him. I'm gonna secretly move away to another town. I'm gonna take some more babies, murder them, and then when someone tries to find me out, I'm gonna go to another town." So she did it's this. Like a baby pyramid. She scheme. did this for decades. They think she was original. She was like convicted of like killing four babies. Um, Because that's all they could prove because they had to find the baby dead bodies. But they think she killed over 400 babies. She's just a baby murderer. That's not a a baby farm, though. So this is what... There's no babies growing here. The term baby farmer means like a woman who would take in babies and normally they would like like lots of times Water they would like them. starve them to death or like they just didn't care it was not a good place to send your baby it's a it's a derogatory term right so would they say the house that was there before these current houses were built was the house of this notorious baby farmer mother Seddens, who i think is who's modeled after amelia dwyer because they're just like she was like a notorious murderer baby farmer killer so so this house is supposedly built on the remnants of an old house that saw the death of hundreds and hundreds of babies kind of almost baby burial ground indian burial ground yes exactly it's the british equivalency really Yeah. yeah so then um so then back in the house um there the crew is just like i think we should go like this is obviously a fake haunting or whatever. Um, cool that it's baby burial ground, but we're going to go. So they try and leave. And then um, Kim, the younger girl, starts fucking freaking out. And she's just like, you can't leave. Pipe says you can't go. Um, and then really shit starts to go bonkers like this is the like shit's flying off the walls and like uh suzanne gets the weird scratches all over her face for no reason um they hear the knocking all over the house there's like cold spots all over the house and they start to hear um cats they start to hear like scratching of walls and the sound of like mewing cats um evil cats uh, just cats. cats I'm gonna, are creepy, um, you know what? I'm gonna call them evil cats. Cats are creepy. Um, so they're just like, okay, like shit is uh, starting to get real. Um, and then Kim is like, 
Kim, the little girl, is like pipes. He he lives here. He lives in the house. He lives in this room under the stairs. This like down into the like uh, basementy room, and this door is um is like boarded shut. Um, so they're like, no one ever goes down there. It's like a real fucking creepy room. We've boarded it up. The little girls say that pipes lives down there, so we just don't go down there. Um, where's so- the mom? she's like she eventually comes back into the house but she spends a big chunk of it outside of the house so that sarah fucks off for a bit she was at harrods exactly she's having a spot of tea (laughs) having a little spot of tea she's enjoying some free babysitting she's a single mom life's hard um so then they get another phone call and they're like um cool i know you like looked into the history of the house but did you know that uh for a while this family who lived there um like took in a ward they like took in their like nephew or whatever because he was psychologically disturbed and he was released from a mental institution and so they took him in for a couple months or whatever um and he was in a mental institution because he was a child molester um because apparently in the 60s if you were a child molester they sent you to the loony bin instead of prison in britain yeah i don't know um so they were like no he lived there for like a couple months he was really upset that he couldn't molest any more children because his aunt and uncle wouldn't let him He was like, but please, can yeah. I go rub the dingus of this little child? And yeah. they're like, no, dude. You never let me do what I want to do, Mom. God, I just want front rubs. I'm my own I person. Ju- oh, I just want a front rub. I just want to give rubs. front rubs. I just want to. He's a giving person. He just wants to give. He's not asking for front rubs. No. He's giving them out. He's trying to get front rubs. He's hand them out on the street corner. Yeah, he No, would. quid pro quo. He's um, going to want something. So as Ray is living in the house, he's <laughs> real upset that he can't give any it's front rubs. Um, and he uh, And he starts to talk to himself a lot while he's there and then he starts to talk a lot to himself in a woman's voice and then he so the the person who like calls up and says did you know that this person lives in his house is uh, apparently the uh psychologist of this guy ray i don't know like that's when i would have been like this is fucking fake because psychologists can't just tell like yeah there was a child molester this was his name this is where he lived this is what Here he is did this is how he died security number. you just can't do no. that um, uh, have you people heard of patient cl- uh, privilege? Yeah, he was speaking in a woman's voice, though, like yes, like an actual woman's voice, yes, or like, it, oh, I'm a, I'm a lady no, now. No, he started to like some like a woman was speaking through him. Okay, like um, channeling. And he, kind yes, of a, and okay, he started cool. to like wear dresses. He started to like become a woman. He was just transitioning. There's nothing. Wrong um, yeah, so cool with that and now. then he got. It was the 90s. He, and then his like his or the 60s. his aunt and uncle went on vacation. He decides to kill himself. He hangs himself in the basement room with his 12 pet cats. Um, and the pet cats were locked in the basement with him for 12 days. So when and they died, when they, no, they ate him, when the, by the time the aunt and uncle came home, his face was eaten off. And that's why the ghost of pipes has like half of a face. Well, um, I'm convinced that's what's yeah. going to happen like with all cats. Cats are just yeah. waiting for all of us to oh, die. Oh, 100%. Cindy would 100% eat my fucking face if I died. Um, <laughs> 100%. So so then they find out this information and then shit starts to go real crazy. Like doors are opening and shutting. Now there's just like a cacophony of cats every like all the goddamn cat noises. Good use of everywhere. Cacophony. I mean, I'm funky bunch, man. Cacophony of cats. That's good. Um I literally my notes just says everything goes crazy explanation mark. <laughs> um so then um then I'm trying to remember why. Oh, so they hear all the cat noises and they're like, the cat noises are coming from this fucking basement room. They're coming from there inside the house. There are cats in this room. Yeah, they're coming from inside the house. So then the camera guy and the sound guy are like, we're going to get these boards off the wall and we're going to like go into this no, room. No, that's and a see horrible idea. Yeah. So they yeah. pull the boards off the wall and then as they do it, there's a mirror hanging right above in the hallway. This mirror flies off the wall, 
like crashes into the sound guy's face and like fucks up his face. Nice. And then they're like, fuck. Um, so then they got to get him out of there. And then um, everything starts to like lights in the house start exploding. Like light bulbs are exploding. Um, and then the the uh, feed starts to get interrupted. And then eventually oh. it just fades to static and black. Oh, and they're like, we've awesome. lost the fucking feed. We don't know what's happening. The last time we were tuned in, there was a bunch of, like, was a fucking cacophony of cats. Dude's getting uh, like attacked by mirrors. There's children Mirror screaming. Mirror face. There's, Dogs and there's, cats there's, living, together. living together. There's wind flying everywhere. Like <laughs> shit is going bonkers. They got to call in Ghostbusters. So then, so then in the studio, the like uh, old, old curmudgeon um, Parkinson is just like, this is starting to feel kind of real. Like there's some real like weird shit going on. After like somebody's <laughs> attacked and like there's all, I'm, I think. like, yes, well. <laughs> Hang on. Perchance there is a ghost. (laughs) Um, and and the guy who's like taking who's running the phone lines is just like, that's my goddamn wife. We gotta get that feedback. And then old curmudgeon the guy's like, hold on, hold on, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna investigate the ghosts. Just deal. When it comes back, Um, it comes back. So then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the feed snaps back on. The live feed snaps back onto the house. Please tell me like everyone's hanging from the ceiling. ceiling. No. So it's just them. They don't have sound. And it's just them all sitting around. They're all drinking uh, pop out of a two liter bottle and like playing board games and stuff. And they're like, oh, everything seems to be fine. And that's weird. No, it's not. We can't hear them. We don't know what it is. And then the parapsychologist lady goes... All that shit flew off the wall five seconds ago, and now it's back up on the wall. This is not a live feed. This is an old feed. The ghost is in the goddamn feed now. And the he's, ghost of pipes. And he's, it's in the pipes! Yes! The he's camera the pipes. internet pipes! <laughs> he's in our camera pipes! Um, and oh, he's changing. Accent. He's in the camera pipes. He is, <laughs> and he's changing what people are seeing. Um, mm. So pipes See, has, here. This is where I would have so, been like. No. So pipes has now taken over the broadcast. No, I'm with it. Um, so then it cuts back to uh, to the house live of the house. Shit's crazy fucked up. Uh, there's just screaming, and then the police come outside, and the police go inside the house, and they pull out the mom, uh, the. Old, the younger girl um, and the sound guy and the camera guy. So the only people left in the house are Suzanne, the older girl, and mm-hmm. Sarah. Okay. Um, they're the only people left in the house. Um, and Sarah Green, Sarah the reporter. Green, Sarah Green, reporter. Yeah. So so and inside the house, like it keeps cutting to different camera angles and stuff because Pipes is controlling the broadcast now. Um, and pardon me do not adjust your television um and so she's walking around looking for suzanne sarah green is just like i have to get this kid out of this house and she's just like like every man for himself no Susie, where are you Susie? can i Susie, if you're able to whistle please whistle (laughs) why would you ask her to whistle she's like yo where the fuck are you getting out she she did did it would have been amazing if she did no um because she was supposed to be the woman who says that on most haunted sorry i got real british excited about it um so so sarah's like walking around being like Susie, where are you Susie?" like uh, and you can hear Susie. she's crying she's yelling she's saying he's hurting me get off me he's hurting me and i'm like it's the ghost of a goddamn child Child molester oh his Uh, ghost dick is up your butt man no no no, i'm out yep he's hurting me get off me is what she's saying and she just keeps repeating it over and over again and i was a little bit like why british why did you make him a child molester (laughs) like why you could we could have been a tickle monster come Um, on but yeah you'd have just been a murderer he doesn't have to rape murder her he could just murder her come on 
You should have try a hard England. Um, so, wow. so then is, so, uh, Sarah's like walking all around the house trying to fucking find her. Then she realizes the, the girl's voice is coming from this basement room. So then she's, and the, the boards have been pulled off of the door at this point. So she's trying to open the door, but the door will not open. Mm. And so she's Blow like torch. screaming and she's pounding on the door. And it's all very like, this is all very quick at this point. It's like, this is yeah. the climax of the show. Um, and she's like, trying to, and she's like, Susie, I need you to push the door. I need you to push on the door. I can't get the door open. And then all of the sudden, the door opens super quick. Some figure grabs Sarah, goes back inside the door, goes back inside the room, closes the door. This is like oh, a quarter of a second. And that's then awesome. It, and then again, it fucking fades goes to black. black. And, oh. Yeah, and then Whoa. and then they cut back to inside. But he's a child raper. He's not going to rape poor yeah, uh, Miss Green. Sarah. Yeah, he's like stop broadcasting. So then they cut back to the studio, and and Husband now probably no, 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 no. They cut back to the studio, and now shit's gone bonkers in the studio. Oh. Like lights are popping. Like the cameras are moving all by themselves. All of the crew just fucking nopes out. They're yeah. like, I am Hell done. Yeah. That's I am what I would do. Done. And then it starts to. There's this crazy amount of wind. There's like weird lightniness, and then it fades to complete fucking black. And it's just the voice of that Michael Parkinson guy being like, I don't, I don't know where anyone else is. It's dark in the studio now. There's like everything is broken. I don't know what's happening. And then one like light in the distance pops on. So he gets this weird like glow on his face. Uh. And he's like, I don't, I'm not sure. And then he like turns his head away from the camera. And then he starts talking in this low garbledy voice. Uh. And being like, I'm here and I've come to take over. And then the feed cuts out. That's and then awesome. they're like, end of show. That's the how the show end. ends. Oh, I love with, it. With like this. That's really good. Like, like Brokaw guy. That's good. Being possessed by the ghost of pipes. That's awesome. So this is how the show ends. Everyone's dead. Um, that is fabulous. Yes. Yeah, so this is, this is, uh, it's over the course of um, an hour and a half. Um, the, the parapsychologist when they're when when like shit starts to go weird and she notices like the feed is not live anymore pipes is in the feed um she's like what have we done like what we've done is we've created a national seance and we have given him all this power because we put him on television then we put this television into the homes of all these british people and now he's fucking everywhere so then they start to get these phone calls uh being like my, the clocks in my house just stopped. The lights in my house just exploded. My dog is running around like a crazy person and will not stop barking at the TV. Like all these phone calls like before she starts to go crazy yeah. in the studio. Um, and it, to make people think that the broadcast itself is haunted and has oh, put a ghost into their house. I love it. Um, so then it fades to black. And then there's end credits that are just like this person played by this person. Here was the sound guy. Here was a screenwriter. Normal fucking credits yeah. because it's a drama. Yeah. Right. Uh, n- apparently, no. most people turned off the program once the Michael Parkinson's guy got possessed. So like they turned it off like literally 10 seconds too soon. Oh. Most people turned it off, didn't see the end credits. We're like, nope, fuck were this. like unplugging their TVs. They oh, were like, no. and then the BBC oh, got no. crazy fucking sued from all these people who were like, you put a goddamn ghost in my house. Oh my God. <laughs> because That's awesome. everyone thought it was real. You put a ghost in my house. Yes. I sue you for yes. millions. And it was like, they did such a good job about it because it shot it shot just like a real broadcast, That's awesome. but it's it was really it was a movie. Uh, yeah. Like they spent like eight weeks shooting it. Wow. They did all this. They did all this crazy stuff where 
imagine because you're watching it live. Yeah. You're watching it live, so you, there's no pause, there's no TV. Like, you can't go back. There was no TiVo back in and 92, they would man. And they would do these things where they had an actor who was cast as the ghost of pipes, and they would put him in the background of shots. They really? would put, like, his reflection in the mirror when the family's, like, sitting around playing board games. They would, like, oh, cut I to the outside that. to be like, why is there cat noises? There's no cats outside. And then, like, in the distance, he's fucking standing in the back garden. Or oh, the, like, I love that. guy on the street is, like, interviewing the neighbors, and, like, there's a cluster of 25 people, and the dude in the fucking back of that cluster is goddamn Pipes the Ghost. So he's in it That's 13 cool. times. Oh, he I makes love 13 it. little appearances. That's pretty great. They also did this amazing thing where at the beginning where they're like introducing like this is the house and this is why we think it's haunted and they're like we have this video of the girls and they're sleeping they share a bedroom so they're sleeping in their bedroom and they're like arguing about whether they can sleep with the light on or off and the older girl's like nah dude turn it fucking off and go to bed. So turn the light off and then like the knocking starts happening and then um, the sheets fly off the bed of the older girl and she starts being like he's touching like let go of me let go of me and they're screaming for their mom and then their mom runs in and like turns the lights on and like takes the girls out of the room. Um, so this is the video they show. Um, in the original uh, video version of the video that they show there is someone standing in the back corner like under the curtains oh um, cool. then they got a bunch of fake phone calls yeah. into the phone line being like i think there's a goddamn person in the corner of that video have you looked at the video more closely so then they're like i don't know they replay the video the exact same video only this time the guy's not there and then they're like i'm not sure let's watch oh. it one more time they watch it one more time he's fucking there they shot three different versions one where he's not there one where he's sort of clearly standing there and one where he's you can kind of see the muffled shape of him and they awesome. would rerun this clip like five six times and each time they showed a different version wow. so people would be like is that someone there i don't know there's definitely someone there well maybe no. it's just the light i can't tell like oh, so good so, so good wow. um they also it was scheduled so everyone's tv schedule said it was going to be an hour program then shit starts to go fucking bananas and the guy's like we're gonna keep we're gonna stay with this we're oh, gonna nice. stop doing commercial breaks and we're gonna fucking stay with this and it ended up being right around 90 minutes um so people were just like this shit's real like my tv guide says it's supposed to be murder she wrote now i don't <laughs> like this shit's real um so by like all and then the next day like all the news stories were just like no it's fake like if you were traumatized by this i'm sorry um sorry they, not sorry the bbc got asses. sued by the family of um the denim family because they're they claim that their son who was like 20 years old but he was um special yeah he was special he had like the mental capacity of like a 12 or 13 year old so he watched the show got oh, crazy no. fucked up by it he committed suicide five days later oh no because his parents the house he lived in with his parents was old and the pipes clanged oh, and no. so there was like a clangy pipesy bangy noise and oh, he, he got and then he watched like, the program and he thought pipes was in the house he's like he's clearly in the house yeah and so he hung himself and he left a note that said if there are ghosts i will be with you always as a ghost oh God. like um so then so the bbc got sued uh oh, the courts God. were just like yeah dude like you did too good a job of this hoaxing the bbc the court said and i quote the bbc had a duty to do more than simply hint at the deception it was practicing on its audience in ghost watch there was a deliberate attempt to cultivate a sense of menace Oh, um, yeah. wow. and then there were like other people sued because they were just like my child is traumatized and the BBC's argument was 
because they have a like you know how we don't air graphic stuff before 10 p.m. Yeah. in the U.S. They have the same thing of like a 9 p.m. watershed in Britain. Mm-hmm. So they were like, our show started at 9:25. Like we're after the watershed. So if you let your young children stay that's up to watch you. this, that's on you. We put mm-hmm. it on in the adult time. Yeah. And we told you it was drama. Yeah. We just did a really fucking good job at it. Yeah. Like we're we're awesome, and you're punishing us for being awesome. Yeah. Yes. Where's our BAFTA for this shit? Yeah. yeah. So funny story. <laughs> funny story. They were nominated for a BAFTA for the show, and yeah. the BBC withdrew it from consideration because they were in the middle of these lawsuits. They felt oh, like it was wow. like disrespectful uh, to like the Denham family the and their son. Yeah. So themselves. they were nominated for a BAFTA because it's and wow. these are journalists. So there are moments where I'm just like, you're not a great actor. But yeah. there are moments where you're just like, this shit is really well done. <laughs> um, so it became a phenomenon. Wow. Um, they aired it this one time live. It has to this day never been reshown in British television um, because they just they don't want to do it. It's, it's shown in other countries sometimes. And apparently um, lots of people were recording it. Um, so there's all these like old VHS tapes. copies of it. And so yes. people share do, the tapes, man. People, yeah. People do this thing where they every year on Halloween at 925, which is when the original broadcast started, they all watch it together, like sort of as a nation, like everyone does it in their own house. And and they call it um they call it a national seance, which is what they called it mm-hmm. in the original show. And apparently, like, even to this day, on Halloween, that will trend in Britain. Wow. Like, on Twitter. and Like, it's That's a like thing that people still do. 25 years oh, I ago. That. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, they did a whole, you know, me, I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but apparently there's Doctor an Who. episode of Doctor Who where there's a program called Ghost Watch and it releases a real life ghost into British homes oh. and the dog has to come. And I they got Sarah Green to be on it. So, <gasps> um, so yeah, it's an, it's a, it's in an episode of Dr. Who. Um, they did a retrospective about it in 2013 about the like sort of lawn reaching effects of what Ghost Watch, how it changed television and how it kind of changed the horror genre. Um, and this was 1992. Um, and and when and then in ninety nine is when the Blair Witch Project came out, which was mm. sort of the first sort of shaky cam found footage, mm-hmm. fake documentary style horror film. Right. So this was almost a decade before that. Wow. So wow. ahead of its time. And the Blair Witch producers have said like you, we took a lot of our inspiration from Ghost Watch. Yeah. Um, and, and I feel like having watched the Ghost Watch program, it, the whole thing is up in its entirety on YouTube. You can watch it. The quality is not the best because it is like dubbed off of a VHS recording from television in 92. Um, I found it much easier to watch if you watch it at 125 speed because it's, mm. They're a, it's a little slow. I don't know if it's like the quality of the VHS tape. I don't know. Or but they you, like slowed it down for uh, copyright purposes. Or something. Yeah, but something. like, but you can just change the speed to 125 and watch it and it's totally normal and fine. Oh. Um, That's the ghosts actually. They want you to watch yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Pipes is in there slowing pipes your... Pipes is in your yes. internet. So if you... Pipes is in the pipes. If you, it's not a big in, truck. He's in the, the internet, internet pipes. pipes. <laughs> uh, Al Gore's just delivering pipes to everyone. Just ghosts. Ghosts and internet. Ghost pipes. Here you go, kids. Oh, ghosts and your internet. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> they... They, uh, it, it to this day is still sort of a national phenomenon in Britain. Like people still like these journalists went on to have long lucrative like journalistic careers. I'm gonna have my eyes peeled for the national seance on Halloween. Thing going. Yeah, like, that's yeah. super interesting. I wonder if it trends um, more so like in Britain than it does here because it is sort of their thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the podcast, make sure to change your location to England. Uh, on yeah, your Halloween, feed Halloween, so you and can see, see what's if trending. national seance trends. Um, if you. I, I would say it's so it's 90 minutes long. Um, it's you can't full screen the video because it's too shitty of quality. If you full screen it, it gets really fucking like eight bitty pixelated. Mm. Right. Um, 
it's slow for like a half an hour, 45 minutes, and then shit starts to pick up. And I I was like giggling and smiling uh, as I was watching this because I was just so delighted. Yeah, one, because I'm evil. And two, because I went into it knowing it was fake. Oh, yeah. So I went into it knowing it was fake. And then when I caught the image of pipes in a mirror at one point in the, and I was like is that fucking and I went I like paused and I yeah, went back yeah. and then afterwards I was doing a bunch of research and they were like yeah he's actually in there 13 times and I was just like it's so fucking well done yeah. it was so like good. such a well done so so I picked I think the most successful ghost hoax in history this was like a war of the worlds yeah. thing yeah, sure where people like freaked the, the fuck war of the out worlds, man. because of the BBC <gasps> And Ghostwatch. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, I did not know about this story until yesterday. And I got fucking up. Melly got all the texts about it yesterday. I was just like, oh my God. And then this. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's, it's real um, good. I, I do highly recommend a watch. I think it is worth it. It is slow to get going. So know that going in. You need to watch all of the beginning for the end to pay off Mm -hmm. i think the woman who plays the parapsychologist is delightful she has this amazing like 80s like power bob that's all curly (laughs) and she just she's an actress so she's the best actress in the group and you can tell that her lines are 100 percent scripted because she comes up with these fucking like zingers and then like old curmudgeon cronkite guy is just like like she's just like this is like this is irrefutable evidence that there's go like this is you're watching this with me this is fake and he's just like well I mean lots of people would say like this it, whatever I'm saying it's just not possible and she's just like those same people 20 years ago would have said you can't walk on the moon and then she just uh, like fucking dick stares at him and just she has so much of that awesome. she's delightfully saucy yeah. I, I really enjoyed her um, have you ever heard of the moon um, she she tells a funny story in one interview after the show where she so while the program was airing live the the studio actually threw a big party for all of the like people who were involved in yeah. the show because it was not live for them they had yeah. the night off so they threw them a big party and so this woman who played the parapsychologist she said she got home from the party that night and she had an ans- she had a message on answering machine from her good friend actress Dame Judy Dench <gasps> saying. I'm watching and you're fucking ruining Ghostwatch for me because I know you're an actress so now I know this is fake and like oh. fuck you for ruining Ghostwatch <laughs> for me. Because <laughs> uh, oh, they were like man. stage actory buddies in Britain. Oh my god. That's um, wonderful. Yeah, so that is my story of Ghostwatch. That was a great so good. story. The logo itself is so so amazingly 92. It's so oh, good. It's great. Um, so then to go along with that, the beer I picked this week was Old Speckled Hen. Which is a British fine ale because it's the British fine. made a fine hoax. Yep. That was a um, fine hoax. Yeah, this it was is a really fine good. British ale. And I feel like it's just a sort of classic, everyone drinks this if you're British. And I was like, and everyone just sat around watching the fucking BBC. Drinking a pint. Convince them convince ghosts convince are real. Oh. And convince them their goddamn house was haunted by the ghost of pipes. Oh, I love in, in it. The, in the words of my, of my dear friend, Andrew Fisher, from England. England. It's a bit cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was in the fridge. Sorry. Yes. Um, it's, it also, a, it's an in-can nitro. It's an in-can hey. nitro. It's delicious. It exploded when I opened it did them. all of ours. And for an old speckled hen, the can is awfully foxy. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand. There yeah. is like a feather on it. There's your tie. Uh, those might be feathers. Those might be leaves. He you might know, be running through the leaves. And then oh, there is no, the ex- I feel like maybe the fox is chasing down the speckled hen because he's going to eat it. Oh, maybe. But there's no hen but, around but here. But it's not a away. bird, but a yeah. car. The much-loved paint-spattered MG factory runaround known as the... Old speckled, old un. speckled un. 
Um, Master Brewer uses crystal and crystal meth. No, I'm just kidding. Crystal yeah. and pale malts and a Cra- blend of Challenger. M- more British crackheads. Lots of crackheads. Plus, they threw in a Dodge Challenger into this beer. A yeah. jo- Dodge Challenger, the old Pilgrims, the first golden and fourth golden hops. Subtle notes of toffee um, and fruit. I get the toffee and fruit. Yeah, it's, I, it's a it's solid good. British beer. Yeah. Guys, I could put down about a thousand. Yeah, they're real yeah, tasty. they're real easy drinking. I like the in can nitro. I feel like yeah. this is done well. Yeah, I feel like this is almost better than Guinness's in can nitro. Um, yeah. Or maybe the well, beer just takes <laughs> whoa, maybe whoa. the no, it's super fighting tasty. words. I was no, like, maybe good. this beer just lends itself more to the nitro. But yeah, it's real it's creamy real and smooth. Good. Yeah, for an can nitro, uh, I, I have, got no complaints. I've enjoyed the crap out of this thing. That's so. right. If you are in a pinch and you were just like, yo, I really want British beer, this is a good one to pick. Yeah. So when you are Vanessa and you're like, I don't, I'm not gonna find a hoax beer. No, I'm not gonna find TV beer. I'm just going to find British beer. That's <laughs> really what I landed on. That's good. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, so that's the story of Ghostwatch. Again, if you if you enjoyed my telling of the story, you have any interest at all, carve out an hour and a half and fucking that's watch awesome. it. Because it's such a... And think about the fact that it was fucking 92. Yeah. Because I was watching it thinking, I wonder if I would have believed. Yeah. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I think I would have. I, I think, think in I my household, nine-year-old you probably would have gone I, for it. I think thirty-four-year-old me might have <laughs> fucking fallen for it. I think I might have been like, "It's a goddamn ghost on the TV." Like I, I, you would have been calling the BBC. I think I might have been calling the BBC, being like, "You put a goddamn ghost in my house." <laughs> the ghost of pipes. You I tuned into your television program, yeah. and now there's a bloody ghost in my house. Yeah, they tried to do you this fuck. thing. <laughs> you fuck. You big f- British fucker. Yeah, fuck. They tried to do this thing where they were gonna uh, layer in the sound of a dog whistle underneath the entirety of the program, so that all the like dogs all, would so freak everyone's out. Everyone's pets would freak mean. out. Oh. They were trying to do it, and then at the last minute, um, the BBC was just like. No, we no. They said we can't. Television oh. sets can't broadcast, so we could put it in, but it won't. But it, cup, it won't play because oh. like television sets have a set amount of like oh what they God. can broadcast in sound waves. So they tried That's to make amazing. it more fucked up. I, I love that the, the problem wasn't that they were going to make the dogs freak out. No, it's, just like, it's a technical it's limitation. Technical, like, yeah, technical. If totally. you guys want to freak the dogs out, that's great. Yeah. We just can't do it. So it is funny because the four like journalists. Like later, we're like, we regret doing it. This is not the cut that we saw. And I'm like, guys, fucking lean into this. Just you say, are part yeah. of an amazing moment in history. Yeah. And I think it's now what you're probably the most famous for. Yeah. Because we're on goddamn Reading Rainbow before. And now you're in an episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. So it's awesome. Congratulations. Own it. You did it. Yeah. That's good. Um, so good. So that is my uh, April 1st. I forgot what fucking day it is. That's my <laughs> April Fool's Day ghost hoax. Yay. Ghost watch. Yay, Ghostwatch. now we're going to all probably take a whiz and yep. get some more beers, and we'll be back in just a second. Hang on. Woo! My turn. And we're back. We and returned. And it's my turn. From bathrooms and beer abscondinations. We decided to do the second half of the podcast entirely in song. Deal with it. And everyone turned off the podcast. Yeah, I know. Like, everyone went, well, I don't want to listen to that. You guys, it was cute. It was a fun show, seconds. and then it got real. Yeah, and then it got stupid. So, like, then it became about Skyrim, and then they started singing the whole time. God, it was fucking annoying. Yeah. All right. I, I apologize for any lost listeners this week because of my because of my Riften <laughs> joke. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, guys, in the video game Skyrim, there's an orphanage in Riften. He's making an orphanage joke. Play yeah. Skyrim. It's a real good yeah. game. It's real good. It. Um, <coughs> play yes. Skyrim. Don't get excited about that beer. So. It's my turn, as it is my turn. Yeah. I am going to talk to you 
friendly kids. Tell me about a hoax. I'm going to tell you about the Fox sister ghost hoax. Yeah. Those fucking bitches. Those conniving, (laughs) scheming little bitches. Those see you next Tuesdays. Yeah. No. What I like. The Fox sisters. So when I was. The Fox sisters. That's what I call them. Get fucked. Yeah. Oi. Oi. No, what actually drew me to the story. So when I was researching mine, I did also come across Ghost Watch. And part of me really, really, really wanted to do it. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't. But I love I, it so much. I knew Vanessa could tell much better. Like, she could do the story more justice than me because I'm more of the facts-oriented of the two of us. Whereas I'm just like, here's some fun shit. Are you able to whistle? Oi, whistle, Oi. please. If you're, please, if you're please. able, please whistle. Just give me a whistle. If no. I could meet that woman, I feel like it would be like life complete. Like fucking <laughs> drop, drop the mic, walk away. I, I love, I so love that show so much. Um, so what drew me to the Fox sister story was actually, I guess the whole the meaning behind it or everything that started because of this one ghost hoax and the the history behind it because I wish you could see Vanessa's what face. What is she, this beer? It's a pale ale. It's extra pale. I was like, did you give me queers? <laughs> queers? No, it's not. Um, so I'm going to get into my story. Okay. Tell us the story. Tell us so, about the fuck sisters. So the fuck sisters. Um, I'm going back to old speckled head. Yeah. I don't want um so one of the it's funny one of the greatest religious movements of the 19th century front rubs not front rubs <laughs> spiritualism which eventually oh. leads us to fucking Teresa rubs. caputo long oh. island medium it wouldn't if it Who weren't died from the butt exactly and t- funny story family. funny story Somebody that's died how, from the butt. That's how my story ends on the um thing i wrote who died from the butt <laughs> um who died from the it's a Bobby do you ever wa- thing. Do you ever watch Teresa Long- Caputo, The Long Island Medium? I'm familiar. I'm, I've never so, seen the show. So what happens is she'll do like these group readings and she'll walk around the room and she's so it's like a John Edwards yeah, sort of like a bullshit. Line, and then okay. she'll be like, she'll be like, who, who died from the lungs? And then somebody raises their hand and be like, my grandmother died from it. So like the joke that flew around our apartment was who, she'd walk out onto the stage and go, who died from, from the, the butt? butt? It does sound like a joke that would circle would. around the corner. Yeah, of course you would if you know Bob and Millie at all. Yeah. At all. That is a joke. So yeah. I, I legitimately thought maybe she said that. And someone was going to be like, my mom died of colon cancer. <laughs> yes, Miss Caputo. Yeah, uh, my mom died from the butt. She died from the butt. <laughs> I died from the butt. I'm a ghost. So I caught chronic butt disease. So the whole idea of spiritualism really got its start from some serious fuckery from these three sisters. Well, it's it, two and then the third one joined later. But it started in the bedroom of two young girls yeah, in Hydesville, New York. Yeah. I was going to say that Melissa's beer smells like Cheerios and uh. tastes like Wiz. Or smells like Wiz and tastes like Cheerios. One of the two. I don't, I don't know. know. It's upsetting me. It's, I'm sorry, it does guys. indeed smell like Wiz. I second that. <laughs> third. It does indeed smell like smells Wiz. Smells like Wiz. I'm still going to drink I'm it, still guys. drinking it, guys. It. You drink put a it. glass of beer in front of me. I'm going to take it down. Um. So... Hydesville, New York does not exist anymore, but it's, I think, located <sighs> near Newark. It's not good. No, it's not good. <laughs> so in late um, March 1848. Oh, this is older times. This is older times. 1848. 1848. Okay. So on the day, it's funny because on the day that I wrote this, I wrote it last night, which was March 31st of 2017. And this occurred, like, the whole hoax started March 31st, 1848. Oh, right. So, like, gearing up for uh, for April Fool's Day. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, Maggie 
Fox, who was 16, and her little sister Kate, who was 11, made a decision that would completely change their lives and the lives of their families forever. Um, but the story doesn't start on that April Fool's Eve in 1848. It actually started a couple months before in the uh, wintertime, like 1847 into 1848. You know, back in that time, you don't have a lot for entertainment. You don't have television. You don't really. You don't have, have like, Ghost Watch. You don't have, you don't have Ghost, Ghost Watch. You do have a uh, one of those hoops and sticks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ooh, hoops and sticks. Maybe so, you got one of those balls on a string. You try and catch in a cup. Yeah, so it's like you don't have a lot of fun. So these Real. girls devised a way that they were going to have fun themselves and then scare their mom at the same time. Masturbation. Oh. So well, I mean that that would scare that their would mom. Scare mom, right? <laughs> and had fun by themselves. Yeah, done. What are you doing? By themselves and flicking the bean, ma. <laughs> I'm hitting the turbo button. <laughs> no, so I'm saying hello to the man in the boat. <laughs> oh. Rubbing his little bald head. Front rubs. Um, no. So what the? So many children of God references this week. All you started. All it. Front, I did start it with front rubs. I did start you did. it. I'm just. I'm just taking it home. Um. So what they did was in that winter leading up to April Fool's Eve, um, the girls were like, "Now let's just scare mom. We got nothing let's else scare. fucking nothing better else to do. Yeah. So what they would do is they would tie strings. This is why children are the worst, by the way. Yeah. These are terrible daughters. Um, they would tie strings to apples and they would kind of drop them on the stairs in a sort of rhythmic pattern. So it sounded like ghostly footsteps so they would take oh. apples time on strings and we sort of waste like, a perfectly good apple it's gonna be all bruised and mealy after that hey man but if you think about it it's like upstateish new york there's, there's i think it's up, no it's not upstate it's near new jersey i'm sure there's plenty of apples nearby apples and nuclear um, fallout yeah and then they learned <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that's new jersey plans? i don't know dude. not in 1847 <laughs> no oh, that is a fair point <laughs> <laughs> Melissa's face when she was like not in 1847 <laughs> and then you fucking idiot and then Bob's face just fell like oh yeah oh yeah cause, cause time there was no nuclear warfare weapons that long ago no he said power plant not weapons oh well then I heard nuclear and then I just thought weapons um cause that's what started story. this whole thing <laughs> before I ruined it okay early. so apple steps so yeah they apple would, steps they would do apple steps and then what they would do is they actually taught themselves to make cracking and popping sounds on their own usually with the knuckles of their hands or their oh. toes and it actually was so loud because you had this like farmhouse this big empty farmhouse old creepy they fucking house got the sound they could snap their first two toes like you're snapping your fingers they could do that with their toes and they could crack their toes so loudly that it would wake their parents up and you could hear it echo throughout the house Ew. jesus christ so they would do that just to scare the shit out of mom dad was all like it's not re it's just no it's fine it's fine and mom was like no there are ghosts in this house this house is haunted and the girls are just like fucking with mom giggle, so giggle. they're like ha 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 they eventually got so good that they actually taught themselves how to crack their toes and snap their toes with their shoes and socks on and you could still kind of hear know it how you snap your goddamn toes is she later i will go on the story but she did a demonstration later on how she did it so it was like i don't know how the hell look it's 1847 these girls have nothing exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, this do. is before the youtube yeah man they yeah. did not get down a well of ghost watch at that no. point they're what like, do do? they what do did not do? have any sack baggins to make toes. fun of yeah. you want to chop wood or do you want to learn how to snap your toes i'm gonna learn how to snap my toes yeah. thanks i already know how to chop wood it's boring exactly <laughs> I, I picked up my glass of beer like i was gonna take yeah. a drink and i literally looked at him like no not gonna happen um not a great choice so 
Yeah, so that brings us back to now March 31st, 1848. The girls did it again. They were cracking and popping So the, the, this has been going on leading for up months. to for, mo- for months. For and months. For months. They're driving their mom nuts at this point. Oh, my and God. And finally, <laughs> children like, are the goddamn worst. They are. 16 and 11, these assholes. 16. 16 is old enough to know you're being a fucking dick. Oh, she. I'm sure she knows she was being a dick. But mo- what if mom was a harpy? Yeah, well, she, mom might have had it coming. I feel like sixteen-year-old Vanessa would have done some similar. Yeah, sixteen-year-old Melly would have done it's pretty it too. Goddamn angsty. I'd have been like, oh, "Life is the worst. I'm just gonna make everybody else miserable. Just how I feel in my soul." <laughs> angsty. I'm hurting on the inside. Now I'm gonna hurt your brain, mom. With yeah, ghosts. mom. They're fake ghosts, but you don't even understand me. So it doesn't matter. I, I feel like at sixteen, they're about to like marry this fucker off. Getting close, yeah. Right? Maybe that's the problem. She is, is they, fertile. They mar- yeah, they weren't married yet, so they were like, well, yeah, nobody especially loves that eleven-year-old. Yeah. Oh, she real she, ripe for the picking. Ripe for the picking. Oh, I guess it's not Utah, so <laughs> that's true. Um, so that brings us to March thirty-first, eighteen forty-eight. The girls are doing it again. They're cracking. They're popping. Mom runs into their room and was just like, okay, there's got to be a ghost. This is getting ridiculous. Do you guys hear it? And for some reason, for some reason, they don't know why, but the younger sister, Kate, decided I'm going to address the spirit. So she says, Mr. Splitfoot. So she just on the fly named the ghost. Mr. Splitfoot. Mr. Splitfoot. That's a creepy ass name, too. Yeah. And she goes, Mr. Splitfoot, do as I do, and then snapped her fingers in a similar cadence of the noises that she was making herself earlier. So then, so she snapped her fingers in like a set of four, whatever it was, and then she, with her toes, answered the thing. And that freaked mom the fuck out. Oh, yeah. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so she was like, there's ghosts. And so she starts addressing the ghost. Well, can you, how many people are in the room? And so Kate and both Maggie were like, oh, now it's on kind of thing. So they don't, for some, they're just like, oh, it's still harmless, you know, because it's yeah. just mom. We're just yeah, fucking with mom. Yeah, they're just funning. They're just yeah. having some fun. So mom starts addressing the the ghost and they answer like, how many people are in the room? They snap, snap, snap three, snap. you know, and mom is just like, I'm going to call the neighbors over. And at that point, the daughter's going to call the neighbors over. She was like, this is so insane. There's a real actual ghost in this house. I'm going to call the neighbors. They need to see this. This is insane. Um, at that point, the girls could have been like, uh, uh, and they tried. The younger sister was like, oh, mom, tis probably but like an April Fool's joke. And mom was not, she was like, no. Not having it. No, it's not having it. So she tried getting herself out of it by not really, but still yeah. being like, oh, it could be an She April tried to Fool's be like, nah, joke. mom, you're crazy. Yeah, but mom was like, no, I'm calling the neighbors over. I'm, they're going to come over. So she called, I went get to it. the neighbor's you house. You know when you feel like you're crazy and you're like, I need someone else to witness this so I know I'm not crazy. Yep. Like, yeah. I need you to, I need, like, if there's a bug flying in my face, I'm not, like, just, that's funny. There that's funny that you say bug. there's a bug flying and Bob's like <laughs> but, grabbing. But you know, it's one of those things where, right you, there. where you go, you go like, I'm not crazy. There's a thing. Tell me you see it too. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So she middle of the night goes over to the neighbor's house, pulls over. Can you, you know, imagine your neighbor knocks on your door at like two a.m. There's a and ghost. She's like, Come over. There's a ghost snapping its fingers at me. It Come can over. Count things. Oh my it god. It likes my dog. Do- it has split feet or something. <laughs> they call it Mister Splitfoot. So at that point, then the neighbor comes by, and so now it's to the point where it's like it's going to be some serious ridicule if the daughter was like actually no mom it's just me because now the neighbors have been called over oh yeah because so now like mom's gonna look like an, now mom's gonna look like an idiot yeah an and idiot so and mom's crazy. gonna be mad yeah, and probably and beat them with a wooden spoon of some sort they're oh, yeah. in too goddamn deep to yeah, dig out exactly. now at this point yeah so um might as well create a lifelong hoax yeah right so 
the neighbors started to come and they were like, do it again. Can you can you make the noise again? And it was just so kind of all over the place. So as more and more neighbors started to come because in the middle of the night and then as the days that followed, the story spread. And so they were like, oh my gosh, we need to come. And so more and more people would they come like, over to the house. They were like, that Fox house has a snapping ghost. Yeah, So, but they didn't even think about the snapping ghost. They were just like, it's haunted. So they were like, maybe we need to come up with a way to communicate. So of course, now you're feeding into the daughters who oh, are sitting yeah. there. They're like, let's come up with like a system or a, you know, a series of like claps and numbers that will answer the questions and you can, almost like an Ouija board. Yeah. You know, mm. and then you can somehow communicate with the spirits yeah and so like the daughters were once like for yes and twice for now exactly so the daughters were like okay we're still gonna go with it um they were like yeah that's cool i can tap twice for now yeah that's fine I mean, that's cool i have the ability to do that i can make my goddamn toes snap i can tap twice for now that's right so you know the it became so you know the neighbors either the neighbors were like you guys are witches and you guys should go away or people were all about it now this time in america it was it, it this it, it was honestly the perfect storm because anytime before like 1840s America you would have been like you're a witch and you got a GTFO. Yeah, yeah. thank goodness. You're um, a witch but, and into the river you go. Yeah. Exactly, but at this point in American history, you have the, you know, more and more so you have more and more people dying because cities are growing larger. Mm-hmm. The highest immigration rate at any point as going on at this time you have because there's the cities are expanding at such a large rate and you have so many people like coming all into the your diseases. cities you have all the disease you have poor sanitation you have overcrowding yeah, and so more and more people are dying of cholera diphtheria the flu like i bet there's some tuberculosis in there i'm sure there's tb in there too and so you have all of these people dying um, and so they're like, well, and then too, at the same time, you have industrialism starting, you know, you have more and more things being automated. And so people are getting more, they're thinking about things by machines. No, they're, think, well, oh. no, they're thinking about things differently. They're like, well, with the age of machines, I think this old fuddy daddy kind of religion that I've been following for so long. Oh, got you. Cause now we're mm-hmm. modern. Exactly. Now modern. We can build a from, car from a machine. Modern thinking. So maybe ghosts are real. You know, so more and more people were starting to buy into the fact that maybe there is a th- way to communicate with people who have died. Okay. So okay. the girls start. So the girls start holding seances at their house, and it's through these, and they're like communicating. They're using the you know whatever system. They're of using the Dewey Decimal System. They're using the Dewey Decimal System to communicate with these um, with the ghosts. Ghosts of Mr. Um, Where do I find books about whales? The library, fucker. Um, <laughs> Google that shit. Google in two hundred years. Google. <laughs> um, no. So word actually spread. Very astute, Mister Splitfoot. Word actually spread to Rochester, where their eldest sister Leah, who was thirty-three, she was a divorcee with children. She was living, and it was not good times for Leah. She heard the story about her family and mm-hmm. how they were communicating and with she the said, dead. And I she gotta get like, it on this ghost business. She's like, "What the fuck?" So she books a ticket. She goes down, gets home, and was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" But she also kind of sees something in the girl, so she sits him too down and be like, "What the fuck is going on?" So they confess. They're like, "We're just making this up." But Leah's like, "No, man." I'm all about that now action, we're boss. Fucking in it to we're win it. In it to win it. And she was like, "We are gonna." She was like, "I got baby mouths to feed." Yeah. Well, because too the reason, well, the reason that she went down to um, visit the family was at first she thought it was real, you know. So before she went down, was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" She did actually think something was real, and, and then she, she thought was it like, was like, "No, I watched you snap your toes." No, 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 no. Well, she 
read a book and was like, is this... <gasps> Good the- for her. No, imminent... <laughs> she read a book. <laughs> well, look, in the olden times, women reading books was really quite something. No, she... Well, okay. So she thought it could be maybe a fulfillment of a prophecy that she read about in a book by a guy named Andrew Jackson Davis. And he is the- <laughs> Andrew Jackson, the president. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Jackson Davis, not the president. Not different people. Yeah. Okay. It, it turns different out. Different person. Not presidential. This is, a, this is a ghost book guy. In my yeah. head, it's Andrew Jackson, the president. Yes, we'll go with you it. can have it. If you look at a picture, you can have it. You can have it. You can have I can. that one. I can't fucking have it. You can't control my I'm mind. Gonna, Vanessa, I'm going to show you a picture, and I'm going to show. Does look it. just like it? Oh, show me a picture. No, show me he, a picture. She's he, brought so many documents. There's highlighting. Melissa took a midterm apparently about yeah, the goddamn no, no, sisters. Dude. You got to. Who does that look like to you? Oh, uh, that looks a little bit like. A Wolverine? I don't know. Oh, I thought it looks a little bit like Engineer Bob. Um, you know what's funny? It does have a uh, a, a Lincoln quality to it. Yeah. And Engineer Bob does Andrew, look a little bit like Lincoln. And Andrew Jackson was the president after Abe Lincoln. Um, however, I <laughs> think he looks a little bit... He's got some Zach Baggins hair. A little bit. He he's like 1800 Zach Baggins hair. 1847 Zach Baggins hair. Yeah. No, so... Here's what I do when I do my research. I actually print stuff out because I'm usually at work when I do it and I don't have time to do anything. So I will print, highlight, and then write it later, which is why I brought the things. All of your printouts. Um, But yeah, so this Andrew Jackson Davis wrote a book called Divine Principles of Nature. And he is considered almost the John the Baptist of spiritualism. So while this is going on, and I was saying, you know, kind of how it was almost the perfect storm of how it created a religious movement, but it's kind of starting as a hoax. At the same time, the girls started doing this. This guy wrote a book um, about the ideas of two people. Um, It kind of combined these two theories and wrote it into a book. And so that's kind of how the whole thing got started. So there's a book. He's writing it at this time or it has already come out? It's already come out. And older older sister sister read it. it. So she read a book about a cult. Pretty Kinda, much. Yeah. And then she said, I think my family oh my God, maybe this is, is the, the comeuppance of this cult. So he based it, the book was based on the ideas of Franz Anton Mesmer, an 18th century Austrian healer who proposed that everything in the universe was governed by a magnetic fluid that could then become imbalanced, creating an illness. And so... Magnetic fluid. Yes. This is 18th century. So by waving his hands over a patient's body, he induced... With magnets. People Mag- believe in crystals now, man. Yeah. People be crazy. Induce a- I'm realigning is- your magnet juice. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> your magnet juice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was real funny to me. So, so he thought by waving, he would create a mesmerized hypnotic state. And that, kids, is how we got the word mesmerized. So now whenever I hear the word mesmerized, I'm going to think magnet juice. You're going to have to Just. think magnet juice. Anytime someone's like, I was mesmerized, I'd be like, by magnet juice? Was it in a, an unalignment well, it was, in your magnet juice? It, your magnet juice was imbalanced and somebody waved their hands over yeah. your body realign that magnet juice while you were in a hypno- mesmerized hypnotic state yeah and everything was made That's fine exactly i what do feel like we could open a pop shop a pop-up shop in los angeles selling magnet juice like at a magnet juicery oh, and make tons like of make a magnet money. juicery and cold i think press magnet juicery yes, cold yeah. press <laughs> magnet juicery we said acai bowls i feel like people would be into oh, it 
people be like, what do the like, magnets do? And I'd be like, look, your whole imbalance. body is controlled by magnet juice. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sometimes it gets imbalanced so, and you start to feel ill or you start having, you know, bad things happen to yeah, you. Yeah, so we made a juice that's just kale and magnets mm-hmm. and drink it on down and it won't give you any cancers. No, no. You will not None get of the cancer again. And it'll keep you real regular, so. Yeah, yeah and you, thank God it's a pop-up shop because we are snake oil salesmen oh, and we yeah. got a GTFO oh, wait, we quickly. Go. We got a, uh, we lit out. We lit out. We got a scamper. Mm-hmm. So, dear, I have, a, I have a question for you about Zachary Taylor Thomas, the author. <laughs> yes. Was he a popular writer? And Andrew Jackson Davis? No. He was not a popular well, author. Well, at this point, no. Because no. he just, this was his idea. And so, he was also influenced. Hold, please. So, I was I trying to, to understand story. if, if, if the, the, what his writings were were part of the zeitgeist of the time. No. No, but they were not. But his whole thing started. It became the zeitgeist of because the time. Because of these girls. Because of these girls. And oh, what shit. he said in the book. Because okay. he also So was, he, he lit his wagon to a star, man. Yeah. He said, oh, well, no, no, no. It oh. happened first. So he wrote his book first. Yeah, no, no. He wrote a book. Oh, and, and then he, he said, he said, mm, magnet juice. And then he was like, ooh, these girls are like making a name for themselves. They're part of yeah. my magnet juicery. Spiritualism. Uh, I put you all together now. Put you all together. Yeah, we're saying we're friends. No, I knew it. That's why I wrote the book and I knew that that was going to happen and they were going to come and I knew all and of it going into it. I'm so smart. I make a I cult. I am so smart. Make it's now cult. spiritualism. Um, I don't like him. But, but he that's was a also, good story. Okay. So Andrew Jackson Davis was also influenced by a guy named Emanuel Sweden. AJD? AJD. Was uh, influenced by a guy named Emanuel Swedenberg. Emanuel. There's never a good Emanuel. Emanuel Lewis. I went, oh, I went to Emanuel David, the cult of David guy mm. and the like wife throwing children off of the yeah, hotel of the in hotel. Uh, Utah. Um, he was a Swedish philosopher with a last name like Swedenborg. No shit. Is it Swedenborg or Swedenborg? Swedenborg. I bet he got that bork, bork, at, bork, uh, bork, bork. I bet he showed up at Ellis Island and he said, my last name is Hurley, Hurley, and, like, and they were like, like, your last name is Swedenborg. Swedenborg. Yep. Um, he was a philosopher who described an afterlife of containing three heavens, three hells, and an interim destination. Full of magnets. No, which was a world of <laughs> spirits where everyone went immediately upon dying. And so this oh, guy, like AJD, almost like a waiting room. Oh, okay. And it looked just like it was when you died. So it was like you were a ghost, you were in your world of spirits, but at the same time, it looks kind of like you're, you're not dead. You know, so it's you're like you're dead, but hanging. you're not dead. Yeah, so yeah. you're in so purgatory. You're to, so ghostiness is purgatory. So this guy, AJD, he combined these two theories and made it into this thing and so he said um we're gonna look for the quote that uh yeah i'm looking for the quote that all the world will hail with delight the ushering in of an era where spiritual communications are established well personally i'm i'm hailing with delight quite a bit and so leah reads this she goes oh my god i think this might be it i think this is the coming of the prophecy that maybe this guy ajd was talking about so she goes to her sister's Gets it out of them, but like they're like, no, expecting to find some sort of like Christ child. Yeah, essentially. And they were like, no, no, Christ child. But then Leah was like, well, I don't care. We got to go on tour. We got to make some money off of this. Yeah. So, so AJD comes to their house. He talks to them. Wait, the girls so convince this author that they're legit. So, but, but Leah legitimately believes. Le- uh, yeah. Le- Leah believes and she's willing to buy into the hoax. So she says, yeah. so she's like, uh, after I, a while I though, she believes in, even in the lie. She was so, like, I believe in Jesus and God. But I'm going to be a snake oil salesman and sell you holy water or something like that. But very quickly after her sisters were like, no, it's all bullshit. They go on tour. Leah turns and she goes, no, this is real. So she has managed to convince herself that her sisters are actually medium. So she just crazy. Yeah. But, you know, she also gets all of the money as well. So the girls go on crazy. She shows up, goes, I read this book. Yep. I think I believe in this. I believe in this. And then 
They, goes, the sisters go, it's bullshit. We're yep. just snapping our toes. And, and she, she goes, goes, I don't give a shit. She goes, oh, okay. But then once... But she saw she dollar signs. Them, but she saw yeah. dollar signs. But then once she start, and it almost became almost like that cult mentality where it's like you kind of know it's not, but then you're convinced yourself that it is real. That yeah. Is so she eventually, like very quickly on, convinced herself that all this was real and that her sisters even though they told her no. Yeah. I think that's how she, she was like, no, they're real. They just head. don't understand their gifts. Yeah. Look, because look, they don't have enough magnet juice. <laughs> they need more magnet juice. Um, Call Dr. Mesmer. Yeah. He'll align your magnet juice. He's been long He's dead. He's used a long time Well, you can't get him, but you could still align your... I'll bring the magnets over. I'll don't bring, worry. I'll grab the magnets out of his dead butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he put them in his butt? Because that's a great place that's to keep them. align yourself. <laughs> don't you align yourself with your butt? It's almost... It's like kind of center part of your body. Am I the only body. one who does this? You tuck one <laughs> magnet in your cheek. You tuck one magnet up the butthole. Yeah. And you're in line all day. Yeah. And if you're a girl, Why you tuck it in the Why do you think I do hole? the weird shaky thing before we start podcasting? So I'm lighting my magnets. I get it now. <laughs> I know, I'm never going to tell you to shut up again. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> so so the girls go on tour mm-hmm. and they start giving seances and they go, they travel, they go to Baltimore, they go to Boston, they go to New York so City. They just still walk, just snapping their toes. And, yeah, and, still and, just and snapping their toes. And they're all, they're talking to split foot the whole time or they're, no, at this they're point, they're like, ghosts. who died from the butt? Yeah, essentially now they're, wow. they're channeling people like who died. Um, we're going to communicate with, you know, various different people and kind of playing off of that whole thing. So... They go on. They start making some money. and Yeah, this beer is real not good. And spiritualism is growing at this point. So by 1850, like one to two million Americans believed in this stuff. Oh, wow. So Which at the time is a lot of Americans. That's yeah. a lot of Americans. And so, I mean, now that'll get your show like canceled on the CW. Yeah, but there's, a, there's a traveling road show of children who are yeah. talking to spirits. So Yeah. I would give a... a, a quarter farthing for that it yeah. was a, yeah they did charge well, i was trying ch- to come up with old timey money it was a real long well, pause quarter is what they charged to get oh, in so yeah. that was good prince john um, says the taxi should hurt thank you thanks um <laughs> that was a little bit of robin hood for you yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. um so yeah the girls robin are hood. So the girls are traveling. Leah's essentially act. The older sister's acting as their manager. She's raking in some money. The and girls mom are raking is just in money. like, I want no part of your goddamn ghostiness. Well, the mom just kind of, she I took the money. Older, you know what I mean? Older sister, oh. older sister said, I got this, mom. Mm-hmm. You get in the fucking backseat. I'm driving. I'm mom driving this crazy go. train. Like, they just, yeah, exactly. So they moved out of the house because they were convinced that, well, in the story. So when the girls were starting their seances, they made up the story about how there was a guy buried in the basement and that's actually Splitfoot. Splitfoot was the dude that was buried in the cellar. And the neighbors were like, oh my God. Oh, I bet he was an Indian with a name like Splitfoot. They're like, oh my God, we got to dig up the cellar. And to the girls, it was actually quite lucky for the girls because they made this shit up. There there was... um, There was actually a dead guy in the basement. No, no, no. It was a rainy spring. Jesus, okay. No, no, they did find someone in the cellar. Um, But it was a rainy spring and so they couldn't... The water... Like the ground was too wet so they couldn't dig up the cellar looking for this body. But years and years later, they did find human remains in the cellar. See, what I was waiting... Do you think they put them there? They think they did, yeah. Yeah. What I was waiting for was it like... Because it was just bits and pieces. It was like just... It, it was wasn't like, like I a, found a finger bone. And then there were chicken bones combined too. So it was just oh, like okay. they took bones and just buried them it's in the It's from his wing. People ba- had wings. Your, yeah. Based on your previous stories, what I thought you were going to say was that like mom went down to the basement to try to dig up this body and went absolutely fucking insane with madness of, of trying to find Splitfoot and dug a hole straight to hell. No. Oh. Right into China. That's... Right. <laughs> 
That's more likely than hell, Bob. No. Continue with your story because I'm going to say something. Because hell's yes. in the Czech Republic. We already established that. Yeah, we know about that. That's where the portal is. Um, listen to our podcast. Um, so They are. They are. <laughs> They're listening right now. Everyone's listening. The whole world. Um, so while the girls are on tour, you know, you do have a growing number of people who are like, this is bullshit. You guys are fake. They're doing this on purpose. So they yeah. have like naysayers. They do. They have naysayers and they have real believers. And so there was one show in Buffalo. I think they did where the naysayers were the majority of the audience. And so they Ooh. put pillows and stuff underneath their feet so they couldn't crack their toes. And so they did a show and it was silent because nothing. They couldn't make the noise. It couldn't resonate <laughs> they, on the wooden floor they because put, they put pillows under their feet. So that way when they cracked their toes, it would just go into the pillow. So and did the people it. think it's because they're fucking cracking their toes and that's people why they put thinking, the pillow yeah. under their feet? Yeah. So they were, they had they, Scooby-Doo'd they, the hoax. Scooby-Doo, they were like, oh, you, there's probably some tomfoolery going on here. Yeah. And But then Leo was like, no, the reason that you're not hearing anything is not because there are pillows underneath their believe. feet. It's because it's, you don't believe. Yeah, it's these negative that's energies. the best way. Because you don't believe exactly. There's too many people here, and there's just non-believers, and they're not going to, you know, present themselves. And so, seance or sorry, um, mediums began popping up in other parts of the United States too. So you had these traveling sisters, and they gave way to other because someone else just went, "Well, I can crack my goddamn toes. Yeah, I can communicate no. with the fucking dead too." You know, so you have all these people, and especially it picked up big time after the Civil War because so many people died, and they wanted oh, to they communicate wanted to with talk their to them. Yeah, oh, that's sad. So you. You had these snake oil salesmen that were giving these fake ass seances and doing all this stuff. So once the girls got to be a certain age, they kind of split up. Leah stayed in New York. She um, was a hardcore spiritualist. She gave her own seances. Eventually at the end, she was like, yeah, I can do this too. So she was giving her own seances. Kate went her own way and Maggie went her, um, she went her way. And um, who was it? Maggie fell in love with an Arctic or was it an Antarctic? It was some explorer named um, Elisha Kane. He was a wealthy explorer from a wealthy Philadelphia family. They fell in love. He was 13 years Maggie's senior. Um, they fell in love, but he thought what she did was just bullshit. He's like, you can't. This is this is embarrassing. So he fell in love with her, even though he, he thought, thought what she, she was did a was crackpot. Yeah. Even though he's like, what you do is bullshit. I love what you do with your toes. I just don't like the I way you don't. do it in front of people. Just do it on my balls. Yeah, essentially. Got no, it. so his family did not like her either. So she was she was low class. You know, she was a farmer who did this bullshit. Ghost and farmer. So they didn't ever really approve of the relationship. So the Maggie wanted Elisha to marry her, and eventually he was like, "We'll do a ring exchange ceremony. I'll give you a promise ring." Essentially, oh so God. they had an we'll do a, a, they we'll had a ring do ceremony, a hand binding ceremony. Yeah, we'll wrap so, our hands in a ribbon. It's just like being married, but yep. different. So they did that. They did their fake ring exchange ceremony in front of family and friends, but it was never binding. And then Elisha goes and he dies uh, in Aww. 1857 on an expedition, and that left Maggie penniless because Aww. they're not married. So her money, yep. or sorry, his money. Does not go. Because at this point, you know, she's not really doing any Because she stopped being yeah. a spiritualist because her husband was like, stop it, wife. Yeah, and she converted to Roman her, Catholicism. Was like, stop it, fake wife. Yeah. She, I'm not into spiritualism anymore. Not as Toast much. Not yeah, like, me. oh, I'm going to, you know, break away from this. I'm going to do all this. But then Elisha died and she's like, well, I got to do something. Yeah. Um, and so she began drinking. That's her. That was her something. Yeah. yeah. That was her something. I have no like, money. I don't like who I am. Yeah. I don't have any useful skills. I'm going to start am I drinking. Gonna do my life? Drink. Let's drink. Let's drink. drink. Old Speckled Hen, here I come. Yeah. Yep. So Kate um, married a spiritualist. So, you know, and she was doing her own seances and she was really moving forward in that whole spiritualism thing. But she also found the booze. 
Um, her husband did not die, but she also became an alcoholic. Oh. Um, and a lot of people were bashing her for being a poor mother because she would, you know, leave her kids to go boozing and she was just not the best That's mom. Fine. Um, so all of this kind of really came to a head in 1888 when Maggie, for $1,500, which was a lot of money back then, mm-hmm. um, got up in New York and said, this is all fake. Everything I did was fake. Um, and Katie was in the audience being like, yeah, you're right. It was. It was. Wow. She was just nodding her head. Um, so she didn't even. She got busted and she didn't even get $1,500. Yeah. But then after. So they got the $1,500. So the purists, like the people who really believed in the whole spiritualism, they're like, she like only Leah. did it for the money. Yeah. Like yeah. Leah, they're like, she only did it for the money. It's still real. You can always rationalize. She, I mean, you can say exactly. They oh, were rationalizing yeah, exactly. it. And they stockholmed her. Exactly. Yeah. So then afterwards, she tried to recant. Because the $1,500 ran out and really couldn't. Um, And so in 1892, uh, Kate died of alcoholism. And uh, eight months later, Maggie died of the same thing. Oh, no. And now they're ghosts. And now they're ghosts. Um, Toe-snapping ass ghosts out there. But yeah, so, but spiritualism still a thing. Like, you still have all the mediums. You still have people that can say they can communicate with the dead. Um, it began to be, for Kate, it began to be a lot with her because she married, I'm going to sneeze if I do, I'm sorry. Um, I feel a tickle in my nose. Um, so. Say watermelon. (laughs) Watermelon. Watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so with Kate, you know, as time went on, the cracking and the popping just weren't enough. So even though yeah. she was still doing seances, step. people wanted full body apparitions because mm-hmm. other people were doing that. Like they could make stuff move. They could, you know, like they became more high tech with yeah. their medium Marie. Yeah, that's yeah, a word we'll now. Take that word. Yeah. Um, so she couldn't do that every single time. So pe- less and less people started going to her. She was making less and less money, which also yeah. <laughs> contributed to her alcoholism. So, you know, you had more and more spirits, or sorry, mediums popping up that could do this sort of thing, try to like get a full body apparition, try to get, you know, some sort of, you know, nonsense or whatever. Yeah. But spiritualism to this day still exists. And it's like, I just think it's so funny that this whole kind of thought of people communicating with the dead, like the Teresa Caputos of the world, all started with two little girls just trying to Snapping scare their mom. Toes, yeah. their mom. Were, did they get into the whole like I'm gonna like the tilting of the table and the like? I th- I feel like Kate did, but that got to be too much. Like where she couldn't figure out how to do it in such an organic way. Yeah, that it would convince the people. So I because I think her forte was snapping her toes, toe snapping, yeah. and apple stairs. Yeah, and in um. In 1888, when Maggie was giving her confession saying this was all fake, she did give a demonstration on stage where she was like, listen, I'm snapping my toes right now. And as you can see, it resonates off of the floorboards, which are wood. And it's in this big open auditorium and you guys can hear it. Um, And that's that's all it was. Um, So she tried, you know, but obviously you had the people be like, no, she's just doing it for the money. And man, has entertainment changed? Like you could go into an auditorium and you'd have a girl sit on stage going, do you hear that? Yeah, like... And everybody goes, oh, oh, yeah. wait, wait, everybody, quiet. Exactly. Again, how unbelievable. Many, ask it a question. How ask many people question. are in the room? 10, and it would snap 10 times. And like that was, people were just like, oh my God, this is insane. But again, 1847, 1848. Yeah, this is, you know, this is pre-HBO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you put no But the girls did have a fairly long career of pulling off this hoax. Of of toast. So how old were they when they died? Um, So they were, Kate died first and she was the younger daughter. Um, She was 11 in 1848 um, and she died in 1892. 
50s. So she was like maybe in her 50s. Okay. 50s or 60s. So this is this was her entire life. This yeah. is what she did. Yep. Snapped toes. Snapped toes. Um, I mean, and back I mean, in those days too. It, so. I can't do it. <laughs> and back in those days, um, it was a very female-driven profession. And that's why... Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hashtag mm. feminism. Hashtag feminism. Because this was something that people thought... You know, being deceitful harlots. Not that, but just being <laughs> mediums, Bob. God, no. Um, it was... Being mediums, Bob. No, it's like, look, women can be mediums and men can be doctors. It's different. Well, they thought, <laughs> oh, women were so pure, of, especially young girls. They were so pure of heart. They were so, you know, that's why the spirits can communicate through them because they were so pure and yeah, they were no, so I get innocent. It. I mean, I feel like that's why they can cure AIDS and in it, Africa if you rape them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You got it from Bob, not from me this time. I got it from Bob this time. Wow. So it was a way for women to be financially You're independent. You're about it. I know. I know. But yeah, so it was God a way for the, the ladies to be financially independent. And it was also something that it did not matter what religion you were or what race you were or anything like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It could work. And so it was a real way for women to be in financially independent. I feel like it's better than baby farming. It's you way know? better than I baby farming. I feel like farming. that was the other option. That's I would rather point. lie to people and take their money than, than take their babies. baby and murder them. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have to murder the babies. Yeah, you did. I mean, you, you did. did. You kind of did. Because let's think about it. You can only take on so many before you go crazy and then they become a big money suck. So you just kill yeah. them. That's all you do. You just, just stop feeding them. Just Lots stop. of people just stopped feeding them. So yeah. they didn't murder them so much as they let them slowly starve to death. Which is kind of like murder. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Only worse, maybe. Only way worse yeah. than than doing the neck snapping that, you yeah. know, Vanessa demonstrated. Yeah, the earlier. Steven Seagal baby, Steven Seagal baby, baby, baby snap. murder. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's so that's the story of the um, the Fox sister ghost hoax yeah. and the birth of spiritualism. And for you linguistic dorks out there, the origins of the word mesmerized. That's uh, that I, I have heard of the Fox sisters before. Um, I don't think I knew. I thought that they. uh I thought that they did the whole like table and the seance and the, all that shit. I thought that was they their jam. They did table and say they did yeah. seances, but what they did was like the I, the finger, the yeah. snapping. It was the snapping, and then they came up with like a code and a way to communicate. Yeah, um, but because yeah. I was thinking, like, did they also? Because they also had a neighbor in on the joke, not on the joke, but you know what I mean. They had somebody with them who would tap their leg. You know, to be like, now you say something. You know, so there was multiple people involved in the hoax as yeah. well to give it more of a realistic. Did they feeling. also uh, like create uh, free writing or whatever that's fucking called? I didn't read anything okay. about that. Um, like the the Teresa Caputo's who like write bullshit. Yeah, or the, exactly. The, that Hollywood medium twat kid that's on TV too that bugs me, who just gets all sweaty and scribbles and then makes shit up. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so now you've told us the so, origin of spiritual. Why don't you tell the uh, the origin of this beer you made us drink? So to you, go along with my ghost hoax, I thought I would give you a beer hoax. And it's, I wondered. I was like, is this goddamn Sharps? Uh, no, it's O'Doul's. Ah, <laughs> I, you know what's funny? is like the first couple sip, because I had the same thought. I had the thought, like, I'm going to make you drink fake beer for my fake ghost. That's right. That's what I um, thought, too. And then as soon as your beer was terrible, I was like, this is fucking fake beer. <laughs> yeah, And is. that's why I stopped drinking it, because I was like, it's not even real beer. So, yeah, I gave you a beer hoax to go along with my ghost hoax and it's, made you suck down some O'Doul's. It's, um, it's pretty gross. I don't, yeah, because, um, like, upon first sip, I was just like, is this, like, Budweiser? Is this Coors? No. Upon more sips, it's way worse. Taste gross it's yeah. way, worse. way worse here's the thing though um the first couple sips almost tasted like a just a crappy beer 
Right, but then, but then the more it, you it, had, you're like, this isn't even beer. The, the further into it, it I got. smell 100% like Whiz, Whiz. and Cheerios mixed yeah. together. Yeah. But eventually you get down to a point where like, this is absolutely not beer. Yeah. It's just gross. Yeah. This so you're welcome. Undrinkable. It, it was a good and joke. And I do though. remember. <laughs> is it, yeah, it's a solid joke. It was, I, I tickled myself because when I thought of the beer hoax, I was at the gym. And so I'm like on the treadmill warming up. And so I was working out with Melissa. And so she was like writing an email and Bob was on the treadmill next to me, but he had his headphones on so, and they're noise canceling. So he could, metal. yeah. So he couldn't hear anything. And I'm like, just start like giggling. warming up and I start giggling and I'm like, fake beer. And I just start laughing and I'm like, people must think I'm nuts. And then I had to be like, Melissa, I'm going to do O'Doul's and it's going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it was. It, it is also gross. Yucky. It is gross though. It's yucky. Um, I don't so, like I mean, it. unless you are an alcoholic, don't drink this. Uh, yeah, I, I guess yeah. I don't understand the point of fake beer. I, I feel like the whole point is like, maybe yeah, if you do have a booze problem, but you still want to feel like, you know what I mean? The pure pressure. Still you can't just say no. want to be out there with no. your buddies. Yeah, you still want to be out there with your buddies drinking and having a good time, like feeling just normal. Drink, like, club soda. But it's not the same, especially especially if you're in the Midwest. Think about it. You know what I mean? Like you've got like your backyard barbecue and you've got your baseball and you're like, I just don't want to drink soda or a club soda. I want to have something I want to feel, especially with, you know, I'm part of it. I'm part of it, especially in Wisconsin. Beer is a thing. Yeah. You know, I want to feel like I'm drinking beer. So you pull out the shitty and a beer and you drink that crap. Um, I remember being a child and there being O'Doul's in our fridge. And I remember thinking, what is the point of that? I remember yeah. as a child being like, why? What? Yeah. Even then, at, at the tender age of whatever. Of nine, younger. When you I would have been watching Ghost, Ghost Watch, Watch if I was British and said it was American and I was confused And wondering why O'Doul's was in your I was fridge. like, why, Dad? Why? Man, oh, man. God. Um, is, so I think that's it's now that time. Is it my part of the show? I think it's your um, part of the show. I got to mm-hmm. tell you, the joke on O'Doul's is almost good enough to give you the win, but, but. I drank an O'Doul's so Vanessa wins. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's uh, I, it's I, also a good story too. I, I like that it's like the biggest hoax, uh, basically the biggest ghost hoax in the world. That's what that's I think. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Uh, thank you. Um. Uh. Yeah. The old duels taste real bad. Yeah. I I had the same thought because I had the same thought. Like I'm gonna make them drink fake beer for we my did, fake ghost. When we were talking too about starting this podcast, I do remember be like, oh, at some point we're at gonna make each other drink at, like NA beer at some point. Then here we happen. are. It happened twelve um, episodes and, in, and then I said to myself Why i'm not gonna do that? do that because i bet it tastes like shit you're correct and, you and right. i did it was i just uh, leaned vindicated. into it yeah it is gross um, i finished it because i'm a trooper <laughs> it's funny because bob kept he kept throughout molly's story he would take a drink and then he'd go make a face and put it down and then i'd look at him and then he would like take a sip like why do you keep drinking you it you don't have to drink it it's fun. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a good time. You're a good sport. You're a good faces. sport. <laughs> he's the reason why people drink NA beer because it's like it's disgusting, but yet he's like, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. There you why go. Why are you doing that? Why you, go. you do You have all that. Because if poured, you can have fun. And then, I, yeah, he's going to drink it. I poured the rest of mine into Bob's glass. And now he drinks it. It's Cheerios and pee. It's That's, Cheerios it's and pee. It's so gross. It's Cheerios and pee. It smells like Cheerios and pee. So, uh, unless you have an alcohol problem, don't buy it. Yeah, don't buy buy that. Do buy Old Speckled Hen. It's real good beer. Yeah, Old Speckled Hen, good good time. Yeah, real solid British beer. Um, I liked our ghost hoaxes. Yeah, that was fun. I like that we, um, I like that we, like, lean into, like, look, sometimes shit's fake. Yeah. 
But the reason that it works as a fake is because it's also real, I yeah. think. Yeah. You know? Um, if people didn't believe in ghosts, Ghostwatch would have been bullshit, yep. you know? But people were like, nah, dude's a fucking ghost. Yep. Like, people were because like, people nah, dude, that's a weird snappy noise not coming from her hands. That's a ghost. Yeah. Nobody can snap with their toes. Yeah. I'm not going to try to, like, learn how to crack my toes. You know, I like... I have ghosts. crepitus in my knees. That's Could that true. count as yeah, like a ghost sound? You do make sound? a bunch of weird creaky noises. I'd be great as a um, medium. Crunchy ghost. A crunch- yeah. I'd be a great medium in the 1800s. You're like, ghost, if you're real, split a head of lettuce. And then your knees would just go. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a great medium. Yeah, you know, I, I love ghosts. And I love ghost hoaxes. I even yeah. love fake beer. No, I don't. No, you don't. No. Um, but you know what I really love? Hmm. The internet. Do you? Um, so if I'm if I'm an internet aficionado, mm-hmm. and like you I, are, and I love, I'd like to think you if are. If you're Al Gore and you're delivering internet to people, if I'm yeah. Al Gore, and ghost internet. Yeah, I'm interested in ghost internet. How would um, we communicate? How would, with I, us how would I communicate earthly with earthly spirits? The earthly spirits who also love beer and ghosts. Yeah, got you. How would I do it? Uh, well, you have many opportunities to do so. Well, that's Tell good. me about one of so them. So the first one would be if you want to send us an email, mm-hmm. an, an, an electronic mail, yes. as it were. Okay. Great, love um, it. You can send us an email Please. at podcast at gmail.com. That's yes. great, but I don't have an, uh, an email address. But what I do love and I have is Instagram. Oh, now, if I want that's a weird choice you made to have Instagram and not an, not no. an email. That felt judgy, but tell me how <laughs> I get in touch with you. Uh, on Instagram, we are booze and brews podcast yes you know what i just deleted my instagram and i and i downloaded this this face faces books yeah books of face book face book now, now face where book. are you on there uh on the facebook we are at booze and brews yeah uh, you know what i just deleted that too and i'm, I'm looking you at, should stop downloading stop and then instantly del- yeah, deleting apps Look, i'm just Bob. trying to find the social network that works for me people got you well on myspace we are <laughs> <laughs> now that's my jam friendster yeah or, God. Or, or, yeah uh Great. And now if I want to download the actual podcast I'm listening to right yeah. now, how, how did I do it? Well, you probably did it on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're available on the there. iTunes store. Uh, we're also available on Stitcher. Yeah. We're also available on SoundCloud if yeah. you guys are into the SoundCloud. Um, if you are on um, iTunes, if you could please rate, review, subscribe, that would be amazing. Yeah, none of you are doing it. So get on it. Yeah, do it, it up. do it or Melissa's going to come to your house and make you drink shitty I'm gonna beer. I'm going to make you drink O'Doul's if you don't start liking my shit. She's making me do it. Yeah. Oh my God, he's drinking it again. God. Why? Why, it Bob? Is so why? Bad. Eat, eat, eat literally. Bob keeps saying it tastes like pee and then and drinking Cheerios more then of it. I think Bob likes drinking pee. This That's is what, what I learned. learned. <laughs> Melissa has... Took one sip in the beginning in solidarity with us and has not fucking touched it since. She bought shitty fake beer and, and made then you drink didn't it. even drink it. Yeah. It was made worth your the five ninety nine that I paid for the I six pack. I'm trying to figure out if there's any other smell in there, but it's not. It's just Cheerios and pee. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening to this April Fool's. Oh, he killed it. He, he killed it. He made the best. That's a Melissa IPA face right there. Uh, yeah. That's a solid face. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in for the, the ghost hoax uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Well, we will be back next week with a special um, 13th a episode. Special 13th uh, edition. Yeah. Because it's our 13th episode. And 13's a cool, creepy number. Yeah. And we're going to do something a little bit special for you. So stay tuned. I'm going to make my voice so weird and high and squeaky for absolutely no reason. And I don't know why. I'm going to be normal. (laughs) (laughs) And and therein lies the genius of our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So until next time, cheers. cheers.